Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. With over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now let's start the show. Hey guys. Hi guys. (laughs) We are back. It's our first episode of the year. I'm excited. 2019. Um, yes, <laughs> you guys, and we're gonna be having. I mean, didn't talk about this, so she's gonna be surprised. We're gonna be having an interview talking about how to get healthy and if you want to be, if you consider getting slimmer, sexy. We'll can we'll go there too. What? Um, <laughs> we have an interview. <laughs> I'm with you. Huh? <laughs> Are you joking right now? Okay, I'm sorry. I want to just cut in real quick because not you said. We legitimately. Uh, me and Therese I told didn't you talk this, about we, this. We like legitimately didn't talk about who we had an interview with. Therese, we had this whole conversation. I was like, my trainer is gonna come on the podcast. You didn't tell me he was gonna come on today. Oh, of course not. What? No. I meant this month. Oh. Oh, okay. I was like, Krista, how are we really about to record a podcast? We talked for a whole hour before beforehand, and you ain't say that the trainer was coming on. <laughs> huh? Okay. Do y'all hear Therese just go from a zero to a hundred? Because that's legit how she was acting. I Bro, I need to wait, talk no. to comment about Okay, this. so let somebody uh, have you have you <laughs> have you on okay, a podcast well, let's, tell let's you. Just, okay, so you guys you're listening to Twenty Something Living with Krista. And Therese. Yes. I yeah. want to make sure they knew our names. But guys, Therese, I legit, I was like, can you count me down? And she was like, you wildin'. And I'm like, how, excuse, how am I wildin'? Yeah, Krista, okay, start right before what works to me <laughs> for you. That, I'm, I'm sure you can do that. So, no, Krista's sitting over here, we talking and all this, and she go, um, I need to be finished by 9 o'clock. And I'm like, well, okay. So that means we got an hour and 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, <laughs> all right. And then um, I'm like, okay, so we need to get started right now. And she goes, well, we can't get started right now. Doing doing just extra, okay? And then and then I was ready to start. And then she goes, can you count me down? And first of all, I always count us down. So there was no reason for her to even ask me that. She just trying to do the most. And so that's why I said she wanted because she was. Like, why are you acting great right now? I'm a count I was legitimately surprised that you told me to... I was so confused, like, that you said, you wildin'. I'm like, am I wildin'? Like, yes. I just asked you to count me down. Me saying that I need to be done by 9 o'clock is nothing unnew. <laughs> but it, it's just like, you hit me mid-conversation with, I need to be done by 9 o'clock. Like, I, I like I've been doing phone, all like, the talking or something. You was here, too. I probably checked my phone, like, okay, I need to be asleep soon. We playing. And that was it. And then, I guess, and then you were like, we can, well, we can start now. And I was like... Okay, I'm ready well, to Chris, start. Well, Chris, you, you, I should, you should hit me with some. Um, oh, it's 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 six forty four. Oh, you know, I need to. I need, we need to be done with this by by nine o'clock. I'm trying to go to bed. That would hit. That would hit some sense for me, and I would be like, oh, sounds good. Let me count us down. Excuse me for not saying things exactly how you needed me. Oh, to huh? I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. What? That sounds like something I say all the time, Krista. So you're excused today. It do. It Shit. do sound like something you say all the time. Excuse me for not saying what you need me to say. 
That's it's like, because you legit said I'm wild, and I'm like, nothing about me is wilding right now. <laughs> it's fine, Therese. But, um, but I also want to tell y'all, before we get started, so let me tell y'all a funny story, right? So I woke up a couple days ago, and it was like Amazon Rental tried to attempted to charge your credit card like two hundred dollars. What? My credit card does not have two hundred dollars on it, and I was like, "What?" And then, like, and then I checked, and then I just got a text message saying that they tried to check it again, and I'm like, "What in the world?" So like this morning, I woke up, and I was like, "What is this?" I'm over here checking my Prime, like, "Who has access to my Prime? What are y'all ordering?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I googled the description, it was. I was like, what are y'all, y'all ordering $200 worth of movies? Like, what are you doing? Like, I think it's just my sisters that have access to my Prime. Uh-huh. And then, oh, um, I have access I like, to your Prime. I ain't trying to buy nothing. Yeah, you do have access to my Prime. I think, because I literally looked through all the devices and I was like, okay. And I can kind of tell by who, what people are watching. But anyway, so then I like look up exactly what the charge was and it was talking, it, was, it said it was like a, a, te- a rented textbook. And I was like, oh, I did rent a textbook. And it showed, and I was like, what's that doing? Oh, and you didn't see I guess the school ended like a legit month ago that I for completely forgot that I had to return that. And, I, and, and now, you out here thinking somebody else spending your money. Who I was legit to charge my stuff $200? <laughs> I was legit, and then it was funny because they're charging two hundred dollars a book. So I'm over here like, and and I keep getting messages like, your credit card was they they attempted to charge it, but it was declined, and I'm like, keep declining, right? Good, because I don't give them none of my money. Shoot, high key, I'm like, what? But I do have to find one of the textbooks because I have no idea where it is. I actually was gonna ask Teresa if she knew where it was. Um, oh no, I don't. I don't know. I feel like you may have moved it at one point. To be honest. What I may have moved it from the table to the desk. That's one Check I those two no places. I have no idea where it is. I just have no. If there's one, I know where two of them are because I use two of them, but one of them I never used. So like, I don't know car? where that textbook is. It might be in my car, but why would it, I'm just wondering why I would leave the textbook in my car? Mm-hmm. Maybe he was going to. I guess it finally study one day. <laughs> and left it in there. Maybe I don't know. That could be true. I gotta see. But what, but regardless, it was just funny because I literally they just tried again, and I'm like, Amazon. First off, I have more than one card on it. You know what? Well, let me knock on some wood before I say. For real, I was like I have more Don't than one. Switching my card around. <laughs> I have more than one work. card on Amazon, and they could be like, let's try this one. So it's just funny that they haven't tried the other ones. But I'm like, keep trying that card. Right, but keep getting the card. That is a struggle. I ain't put no being. money on it, so. Right, that is the struggle of being twenty something uh-huh. <laughs> and being in school. What? It was just yourself laugh. It is. Hit him, hit him with the um. Hit him with the rundown since you 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 got to go. <laughs> I was about to say. Also, y'all, I graduate this year, so won't he do it? But for real, that's what I was gonna say, Therese, Before I said the um the rundown. Oh okay. Um. Well, now that you got it now, the rundown. But guys, <laughs> the rundown. So we do entertainment, hot topics. Then we do um, an article, and then lastly, we do Godspiration. Okay. Stay tuned for the article, y'all, because the article is about to get you something right for your mental health, and you're going to really appreciate this. It's actually not an article, but it's actually a podcast recommendation that I need you to get your life to. So stay tuned. Um, Godspiration will be also a one as well, because I'll be talking about how I used to um, indulge in drinking a little more and how the Lord has saved me. So... We'll be okay. going there. That's all. Well, sounds good. Mm-hmm. We can go ahead and jump on into entertainment. 
which is my part. I'm going to say it's going to be good. I always talk about my segment. Right. Uh, forget the first two things. Um, or forget the first thing. My thing's going to be great. It's what you do. Every I time. mean, if you want to hype yourself up, Therese. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to let my work speak for itself. First. I ain't got to hype it up. <laughs> okay. So first, you know, I feel like, like I said last time, a lot of stuff has been going on. But I'm going to go ahead and you jump on last time or the time before that? She says it all the time, y'all. Well, sometimes I say I can't think of nothing. So y'all better be happy. A lot of stuff going on. Because that's what I got. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this week, or this, this the beginning, the first thing I'm going to talk about is what's been everywhere the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. R. Kelly. R. Kelly? R. Kelly. Yes. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. So I will I, say, guys. So I work for a cable company. Oh, okay. And we yeah, always be like, oh, this going to be... this." What'd you say? I said, yeah, go ahead. Cut me out. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I work for a cable company, so we're always like, okay, what are the hot programmings that, like, advertisers can be like, I need a spot in that show. And I didn't even realize that this show was going to be one of those. But it was, especially for the black people. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know people was going to watch it like they did. I didn't watch it. I just want to be clear about that. Surviving, surviving R. Kelly. I plan didn't to, watch though. it, But I've, I've been, you know, I've been doing a little... I've been listening to people who have watched it. Like, I watched this guy talk about it for 45 minutes yesterday. I was like, shoot, I could have watched one episode. And it's time I listen to you say everything. So, I'm gonna you know, I feel it. like I got to get there in due time. Yeah, I, I actually thought about watching it today, but I was watching YouTube and I didn't. So, <laughs> I think it'll make me sad. So, I got to be in the mood for that. It's just like This Is Us. I just finished This Is Us mm-hmm. because... I just, sometimes I just don't be prepared for the sadness. So. Right. You got to be in the mood for that. I just. Put yourself I in really the mindset for And it. I will say that if anybody has seen the finale and the scene with Jack's brother at the end with that envelope, that creeped me out for real. So. Jack's brother. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're Jack talking about. Jack has a brother. Jack got I mean, a brother. You don't watch the show. Yes, Jack had a brother. I don't know. Shoot, I don't watch the show. That legit creeped me out. Why? What happened? I was like, Why was like it creepy? Stuff. Why? Tell me. Therese. Okay, so if anyone's listening, this is about to be a spoiler. But, okay, so Jack, the fact that you don't know this, she's watched season one, y'all. So okay. So Jack had a brother. <laughs> I think his brother was mentioned in season one. But yeah. maybe not. I don't know. But Jack had a brother, and they went to war together, basically. And there was a scene that they showed where Jack assumed that his brother died. But Kevin went to Vietnam to see the land where his dad was and everything. And Jack's brother, <laughs> Jack's brother, um, they like Jack's like where Jack's brother died, and he's like, "This is awesome! Like this is where, um, you know, your brother passed away. Like, I mean, your uncle passed away because it was Kevin, his son, mm-hmm. and Jack." But Kevin, then one guy was like, "You know, we never found we we don't have any record of um of that name dying in the war." And then the very last scene, it showed like a man walk by. And put down his mail, and it said Nicholas Pearson, and it just it just really creeped me out. It's like the scene was kind of dark, and it was like the man walked by, and it was like him dropping a piece of mail, and it had his name on it. So I, obviously the man is alive, but it the just uncle really is alive. The uncle's alive. Oh, huh. okay. It just really it was just a scene. It was the way they shot it. It just made me. I was like, oh my gosh, like they, oh, this so man. They, people, they shot it really well. Dead. Get you a little a little bit of the yeah. It just. It, it was a creep factor because I just because because the guy walked past Kevin and was like, "We don't have a record of him dying in the war," 
Huh. And Kevin was like, what? No, my uncle Nicholas died in the war. And then he was like, we, we don't have a record of it. And then the next scene was the man walking into the house, putting his mail down. It just creeped me out. Like, what? Huh. I don't know. Okay. Well, yes. y'all watch that, too. It sounds I mean, interesting. And, oh, you like it? Like, sounds interesting. is a good show. It was, it, was, it was. I mean, that was the finale. Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a good finale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, R. Kelly? But, yes, R. Kelly. <laughs> so, um, Survivor, Surviving R. Kelly has been on. And mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, so we all know what R. Kelly did. Not this, you know, before this. We all knew that, you know, he's always kind of been, people talk about him um, dating or sleeping with younger girls. Is this true? I he mean, married Aaliyah. Exactly. Which is disgusting. He married Aaliyah. And and then, what did he do? He peed on a girl or something? Yeah, he on, on video camera peed on a girl under the age of 18. Okay? So, we so all think... I always felt funny listening to him. It's I like, you know, I, I, I never felt, I've never been a huge R. Kelly fan other than Trapped in the Closet, which I knew every word of. I've never, mm. other other songs other than that, I've never, you know, been that I feel into. like I appreciated his music, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like obsessed with him by any means. Right, that's what I time, mean. I definitely was, anytime I listened to him, I would be like, you know, like when you feel a little uncomfortable because you're just like, I know this man is creep. It's right. a little creepy. He's a, he's like, creep. I know he's not normal. Like, this is not how you're supposed to be acting. Mm-hmm. And I always knew that about him. So as more stuff is coming out about him, I'm not surprised. Right. The fact that no. he, moved, he, he, like, recently has moved to older girls who are just, like, just on the brink of adulthood. And that's gross. Like, I can't. Um, and when, when people have been talking about this, because I'm, I'm just going to step aside from the docu, docu-series for a second. Because people have been talking about this and they're like, you know, he's always had these like, um, he's always, you know, he's always given it off a creep, creepy vibe where he's always been like, you know, he likes younger girls and he doesn't always, he doesn't even hide it. And, and I'm saying he likes younger girls and I, I feel like the way that that comes out makes it sound like he likes 18 year olds and I, he, where I mean to say he likes children, Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so somebody when I was watching that guy talk about the the documentary or the docu series, and he was just bringing out his mm-hmm. lyrics and how if you think about them, they really have just always been a problem. It's like you know, obviously the song "Age Ain't Nothing But a Number" that he wrote for Aaliyah about Aaliyah. <laughs> it's like it's an issue. Age ain't nothing but a number. What you got? An issue that he wrote it. If she wrote it, I get right, it. Right? No, he wrote that song. Mm-hmm. That's gross. And then he also, you know, the um, somebody said some that song, you know, um, something about young and ready, or you may I may be young, but I'm ready. Whose song is that? I may be young, but I'm ready. I, I know that we. I know Beyonce that song. That um, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. I mean, yeah. I don't. See I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Um. Oh, he said he has a song. No, he has a lyric that says, "It seems like you're ready," and you know, it just makes it sound. Like it's, it's, you're ready. Oh yes, yes. And it's like he t- he might be talking about some fifteen year old girl, and it's like, oh, it seems like you're you're ready. Or where he's like, like my mind is telling me no, but like my that. body is telling me yes. It's like you know, I mean, but that's a stretch. It's 
It's, seen, it's like, no, what I'm, what I'm, people can say that it's a stretch, which, you know, you can see it whatever way you want to, but maybe it's not a stretch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he wrote it, it the way it's supposed to, no, you don't know that. <laughs> he wrote it the way that he, the way that it's, it, he wrote it a certain way. He might've wrote it about mm-hmm. a 15 year old, but you know what? You could use it on a 30 year old too. I mean, yeah, that's just like, didn't, didn't, don't they say Stevie Wonder? No. What? There's some, there's some older loved singer that people say was gay. I mean, yeah, but people assume that his music was for a woman, but it probably wasn't. It was probably something about his lover. I can't think of the name. I don't think it was Stevie Wonder. It might have been, though. It was someone, remember when that man had came out recently and he was talking about, this, I'm off topic, but he he was saying that there's some of our, um, some, like, he didn't hide it. It was an older singer, and he was, he's popular. I mean, he's really famous. Everyone knows who I'm talking um, about, like, we don't. I think it, it wasn't Stevie Wonder. It was, um, I think, it might have been Stevie Wonder. I don't what's know. What's his name? There, but it was like he was. That Tootie Fruity song? Luther Vandross. What? That's what it was. Luther Vandross. Wasn't it Luther Vandross? I ain't never heard that before. Don't, that don't, don't embarrass myself on here, Kristen. Um, I ain't, I'm about to say, Miss Luther Vandross, I ain't never heard that. I have heard that. Yes. It was the one who sings the Dance With My Father song. Yes. What? My dad was saying, he, yeah, he thought he was gay. I didn't um, know that. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Patti LaBelle talks about Luther Vandross, singer on Why Vandross Never Came Out. What? I um, didn't know that. Yeah, when, it's talking about Wendy Williams, Audi, Patti uh, slam Patty LaBelle for outing Luther Vandross people. Yeah, my dad said that he assumed that he was gay. He kind of had feelings that he was. But regardless, that's what I'm saying. Like, so yeah, you be playing in Luther songs like, ooh, this for my girl, you know? But it's like, no, Luther was talking about a man. But regardless, so, so I get what you're saying, how like in his head it was gross, like, but really everybody else was thinking he's talking to like of age women. Right. But that, other than the Age Ain't Nothing But A Number song, I don't, because that's gross. If he's singing a song called Age Ain't Nothing But A Number... That's kind of disturbing. But I feel like all the other songs, it's like there's so many songs that talk about, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bumping ground. They might not say them words, but they say that. They say words like, looks like you ready. There's a lot of songs that make comments like that. So, like, I'm not about to talk about him for those lyrics and act like that's letting him know that that pedophilia was a pe- was very apparent. Like, no. I, I mean, we need, to, I'm not... we need to lock up Trey Songs. We need to lock up Chris Brown. We need to lock them all up. No. No. Like, he's just weird. Trey Songs ain't got extra evidence to go with, go also with your lyrics. It's like I'm just saying, like, like if we're gonna, being, we can't, you we can't see, say that off his lyrics. All R and B is dirty. It's so, not about it. This is not about dirty. This is about the fact that this is about the the young girls. I don't care. I don't care about R and B writing nothing. You write what you want to write, but but I'm just but saying. We, I, I mean, I get. What, I, I'm, I'm he's saying, using this music can't, to lure young girls. You can't bring that girls. back to. But you could use Chris Brown to lure young girls. Chris Brown has songs where he's talking about some. You looking good. You looking like you want it. Going. You want this. So, girl, you want this. He wrote that for. That's not Chris Brown. For for an age, a woman of his age. He did, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not about to act like that one specific song is a reason why we need to lock up R. Kelly. We have no idea, like, why R. Kelly wrote that song. I'm just okay. Regardless, that music. I'm not saying that the music is the reason that he needs to be locked up. I'm saying that because if that's true, then we need to lock up everybody. No, it's not. I don't see it as evidence at all. I'm not. not no, I'm not saying. The, feel, no, I'm not saying the music is the evidence. Okay. I'm. I'm saying the evidence is the evidence. Shoot, the docu series is the evidence. The the video the docu series, the evidence. They got people. Aaliyah they got Harris, people in that docu series 
who worked for R. Kelly legitimately standing there in in people's faces saying, R. Kelly told me to find him 15-year-old girls. I found him 15-year-old girls. He slept with them, and then they left. And I saw all of this with my eyes. Why would you do that? Like, why would you let that happen? And and, and it's like, it's like, y'all are, it's like, I I guess you guys have come to realize that this is not right. And so you're sitting in front of people. And it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, R. Kelly is is cutting your check, and maybe that's Mm -hmm. what you were doing at the time. And R. Kelly, you don't know R. Kelly, like, you know, people in the business could kill. Like, I don't, I Uh I can't trust too many people in the music industry. So I understand, like, how they're just like, oh, let me. Let me do what he says, but realistically, in their head, they like this is wrong, and they might because everybody always thinks like, oh, they should just has spoken up. But I get when people right, don't yeah. Speak up. Well, I don't know I don't what R. Kelly could have done, but at the same time, I feel like put it past in the kids. Nothing. Boy. I feel like nothing. You know, as much as we hear about these these different powerful or celebrity men um, taking advantage mm-hmm. of people, for some reason, this R. Kelly like makes me really uncomfortable. Like, I really, something about it is, like, it bothers me. Something Obviously, they all should bother me. Just something about R. Kelly makes you uncomfortable. No, just, it's like, hearing about R. Kelly makes me, it, like, it's it like, I, make you uncomfortable. I know, but it's like, okay, so when I heard about Matt Law, Law, Lawyer, Lawyer, how you say it? You know the guy from the news, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like, that made me kind of it was like oh that's terrible Shock. what type of hurt it was it was shocking and it was kind of there was a little bit of ah, i'm surprised matt lawyer would do that matt lauer would do that i was like matt lauer to me gives me such a like exactly wholesome daddy vibe. i don't know what somebody's father he do give me wholesome daddy he really gives me faithful husband like i don't know why and i don't get that from many celebrities and, but it's like r kelly i don't feel that I, I feel it's like no, i see I, I see everybody in the comments not everybody, obviously. I'm seeing some people in the comments of, like, these Instagram posts. Oh, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, people want to hit you with the uh, tearing down the black man, all of this other stuff. And it's like, I feel no remorse <laughs> for R. Kelly. Like, not not a lick of me cares about any of that. It's like, you know what? Why do we feel remorse for him? Not, it's like, nope, not remorse, Krista. It's like, I don't feel anything. Did you say my name? Right, because it's like it's like you're hearing me, but you ain't here. Am I getting on your okay. nerves? I feel like when people say your name, you're it's, no, it's just it's it's a little frustrating that you're not getting what I'm saying. But it's like as much as I, I as, what, listen, what? just 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 listen to what I'm saying. As much as I don't like that, I when when we first heard about Bill Cosby, I felt oh poor old man. Teresa, I just ain't having. And I was like, what okay, but about? but that's but, but, but what I'm saying is that's what I felt right. It's like I have, there is mm-hmm. no part of my body that feels, mm. I, I don't feel any of the, you know, but what about um, the white man who does this? But what about this and that? But I don't care about none of that. It's like R. Kelly is but really. But you're saying typically you do. Exactly. It's like t- a part of me might feel s- mm. something for for that person. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'm not feeling none of that. It's like very rarely when I hear about a man committing sexual assault or like hitting somebody or hitting a woman or just anything like where you put a woman in a position where she had no power like i very rarely am like oh well what about the white man no i don't care nothing about the white man <laughs> right the white man i got we'll nothing to do next. with this right now right i would he need to be locked up like that's like meek mill you know my husband he's been hanging out with fabulous and i'm just like is this your boy because i because you, <laughs> you put that on instagram 
I did. I put that on Instagram. I'm like, I saw Fabulous, it. I thought that was what are you doing? Like, Fabulous, like, beat his girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like, Meek, you just kicking it with, like, he, like, I don't, hopefully Meek is speaking into his life, telling him to be a better man. I'm hoping. But if he's not, I can't, I can't agree with that friendship. I'm just like, what are you doing? Right. Like. Like, why are you friends with him? What is, what is this Right. Because, like, to me, I just, I don't need to hear the woman's point of view. I feel like if there's enough evidence for me to, be, the only, the only subject where I felt led to be like was Nelly. That was the only one. That that's the only one I can remember like recall being like mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable yeah. going in on Nelly right now. Exactly. You okay, know? so when that Nelly thing came out, it was like a part of me was just like, you know, I don't know. It sounded like he was kind of set up. It's like, like I don't I, know what's going on, but something about it I'm not 100% on. But it's like R. Kelly, I don't feel that. It's like I feel whatever whatever they said he did, he did. And that's I think he did it. He's he's but he's odd. And you know what's crazy? Like I don't think he can go to jail for anything, right? Because at the end of the day, the girls gave consent, didn't they? If you're under eighteen, you can't give consent. So that's not a thing. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, maybe seventeen. But if you're if I you're under the age of consent, there's so, if you're under seventeen, that's the age of consent. You can't you can't even give consent. I thought you could have sex with the minor. It was, but but at the same time, the parent had the right to to um, sue you. I mean, I, I feel like the girl has the right to sue you too. Are you sure? I feel if like if you're like, under seventeen, like, like, I know couple. all I know is under seventeen. But that's like right you hear about this all the time when couples date, and you'll hear that guy was like eighteen and the girl was sixteen. They have a bad breakup, and the mom steps in and sues the boyfriend for a break. That's that up. happens a lot. But that's not what this is. You know, this is not. This is not. No, that's not what that is. But I'm just saying. But I'm not saying that's what that is. I know. I'm, I'm saying I, that's I, the I, same that situation. Wasn't, that wasn't aggression towards what you were saying. I'm just. I saying. mean, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, it, it's fine. I don't think that's what you're saying. But I'm just saying, like, regardless, like, if you're 16 and 18, if if a mom sues the 18 year old, she can do that. But mm-hmm. so I feel. But it's also like. But if if that 16 year old never says anything, then it was fine. I think that that is how it works. I've like never, I've never heard that before. It's I don't think it's illegal to sleep with someone who's under eighteen. Is it? Yeah, I feel like you should look that up because I'm pretty sure it is. Let me look it up. I thought it was illegal if it was forced. Any if you're under eighteen, that's forced. You can't give consent. Look up if you're under seventeen. Can you give consent? Can someone? Uh, that just sounds like I'm. I don't even want to be in that sort of situation. <laughs> can somebody under the age of 17 give consent? I'm about to do 18. Oh, but 18, I feel like 17. It might be 17 in some, some states. I said under 17. Under 18. That's why I said you said okay. No, I did 18. Um, questions about consent and relationships. Hold on. I'm opening it up. Do, 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 do. Um, if you've experienced a hate crime, sexual violence, or domestic abuse, we're always here to support you. Hold on. It doesn't count as rape if your partner has... What? It doesn't count as rape if your partner has... If you've had sex with them before, does it? Ooh, that's a good question. That definitely does. Right. Um, what? The legal age of consent. The law says that everyone must be age 16 before they can have sex. Okay. The age of consent is the same for everyone, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, or who you're having sex with. 
If you're an adult with a duty of care for a young person under 18, for example, okay, a teacher or something. That's why people be like, under under 18, she jail bait. Go to jail. I mean, that's because, but I, but I heard that as they can sue you. Not I heard that as you are over eighteen. Hold on, hold on. If you are over eighteen and meet someone in the club for over eighteen, what? And meet someone in the club for over eighteen. Don't assume that they are over sixteen and can give their consent. You can't tell a young woman's age by just looking at them. Hold on. You are responsible for your behavior and will be committing an offense if you have sex with someone under sixteen. Sexual activity is illegal under any circumstances for anyone under 13. Those age 13 and under cannot give consent. So you can give consent. Like you can have, that's what I feel like when people be like, you can get sued for that. That's because it's like, she can, she can, she can get a case on you. That's what I think they meant. You can have sex. Like if you're 20 years old and she's 16, that's not illegal. I never thought it was illegal. I thought it was, she has the right to say that he raped you. How, how does somebody have the right because to say Because of the that? age. That's one but that's what I'm saying. I still don't I don't get what you're saying. I mean I don't I don't get what Okay. So I'm about to clean this up, Therese. Because we okay. were both wrong. No, um, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I was more okay. right, but it's fine. So it says I didn't say you weren't more right. I'm just saying that I mean you just we, said we, we both wrong, but I feel like I needed to I needed to clarify what you just said, which is, if one of us was more right, it was me. This, but it's not even about that. Either of us were both right. No, it is. Facts incorrect. Regardless, this says that's what people rape. say when they're wrong. I guess I'm not even like trying to admit that I wasn't wrong. I was definitely wrong, but like we didn't have the facts right. But you're trying to bring me down with you. And that's I don't right. see it as me bringing you down. I was just seeing it as me putting out the correct information. But. Well, this says statutory rape is not the same as rape as rape. The key difference between statutory rape and rape is that the only deciding factor between legal sexual activity and statutory rape is age. There we go. It's statutory rape. And that's they're saying it like like okay, the six the eighteen year old, the mom could sue her for statutory rape. So yes, it would be considered statutory statutory rape. If the mom wants to file or the girl, that's up to them. But it is statutory rape. If the sixteen year old and an eighteen year old are dating that's and they're having sex. That's considered statutory rape. Yes. Oh, okay. Depending depending on the state, though, because it made it seem like whatever I was reading before made it seem like if it was under sixteen, so it might be fifteen, nineteen. It should be anything under seventeen. I mean, realistically, if you really think about it, it should honestly probably be anything under twenty one. Like yeah, we've just I picked like eighteen. If you can vote, I feel like. You can it decide to if you want to sleep with twenty. I'm thinking about where your mind is at. I'm thinking about where your mind is at, though. It ain't yeah, you still you, act. That's just America. Society has picked people be acting people. young at twenty one too. Low key people shouldn't be doing nothing until mm-hmm. they turn twenty five. At, at twenty one, after twenty five, you got a little bit more sense. You do, but even at twenty one, a twenty one year old versus a fifteen year old, they have quite a bit more sense. A twenty one year old is has a has awareness. I, you know that's kind of crazy because I was just thinking about it. It's like you know when you when you. Fifteen, it's just like you just don't know nothing about nothing for real. It's just like you don't, you don't know much ooh. at all. I, I listened to something and they were like, when they were like, when you're fifteen to twenty, you think you know everything. When you're twenty to twenty five, you know you know everything. And when you're twenty six <laughs> to thirty, you're like, um, you realize that you didn't know anything. And then when you're thirty, thirty, thirty and up, you're like, let me undo the things I didn't know. Something like that. I showed them. She barely know a thing now. 
it's like Teresa says that, but she'll never tell. She'll never actually admit Person. that in, in a conversation. You know what I no. mean? Yeah. If like, I'm no, a you'll say it. If I'm having a conversation with people, I know probably more. But I, in real life, in real life and real things, I don't know. In retrospect, much. in terms of you analyzing your life, you can sit there and say, I don't know things. But I feel like it also comes but it's, with, it does come actually, with like having conversations to be like, yeah. I definitely didn't know anything when I made that decision. But you'll be like, yeah, no, I understand why I made that decision. I mean, I do understand why I made most of the decisions I made, Krista. But. It's like, but you'll act like. I'm saying factually, mm-hmm. factually, I'm usually right. I guess, um, but yeah. So that we, I did want to clear that up though. That made that yeah, because okay, so six okay, so it's considered statutory rape. Okay, so um, so it would be considered statutory rape for him. Yes, um, but and, and if nobody ever pulled did a did a um, with the statute of limitation, if nobody ever um, sued him, I don't know. I highly doubt he can go to jail. I mean, yeah. If everybody, if all parties involved, not deciding to do anything. I don't think the state can. I don't think the state can decide to. to no, I don't think. I, I think he's fine. Like I don't think he can go to jail at all. I think because I think and it also I think it hit him because I think dudes people was like, "Hey, bro, you you gotta find some. You gotta find legal women because this is getting dangerous." And I feel like he started because now the like the thing that he was doing with those girls like had him locked up. They were like nineteen, so they were of age. Mm-hmm. So. But just like how those parents were like on the news trying to get their kids' attention, that's why I'm saying 19 is still too young. But legally, yeah, we consider 18 year old an adult, I guess. So, right. But okay, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on past this because this this could be a whole hour and 40 minutes by itself. But we're we're gonna mm-hmm. move on past R. Kelly and mm-hmm. this. Um, mm-hmm. my my other thing on lighter, much lighter news. Have, have you seen, did you watch, I don't feel like you did, but did you watch Bird Box? No. Well, you don't know right. if I had watched it. Huh? So you don't, don't, don't assume. Was my assumption wrong, Krista? <laughs> That's what I thought. So, it was everywhere. I might have watched it. Exactly. So, but you did. So, my whole thing was, right, I was on Instagram uh, the last two weeks or whatever, and I'm just like, I remember it started popping up on my thing. I saw Sandra Bullock wear blindfold on. And I'm just like, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, I keep seeing it everywhere. And then I'm seeing it. It came on, came on the news. They were like, everybody doing the bird box challenge. And they keep putting blindfolds mm-hmm. on. And trying to drive and doing all types of dumb stuff. I see hairstylists like, oh, would you trust your hairstylist to, to do your hair with a, with a blindfold on? I'm doing hashtag bird box. I'm like, are y'all joking right now? And so I finally watched the movie. The movie was not that great. It was really? like, really, really. It was not that good. I feel it like Netflix like, has really come up, though. Right. I mean, got Sandra Bullock out here? Sure. Yeah, they had a movie that I watched. Um, it was called, what was it called? It was good. My friend told me about it. And um, it had Jennifer Aniston in it. Like, these movies have legitimate stars in them. Like, Netflix is not, Netflix is a channel, a movie company. Like, they is everything right now. Right. I mean, yeah, Netflix is they're they're doing it with their shoot. They're not playing around, but it, it was just so funny to me because it's like it is everywhere. I started because you know at first mm-hmm. it was just memes, and it's like they had absolutely nothing to do with the movie, and it's just mm-hmm. like you know it was funny. Mm-hmm. But then I watched the movie, and I'm just like you know, let's pick some better movies because this movie ain't that. But pretty. but you know what people are like that movie. 
black people got that movie hot. Like Sandra Bullock is bringing in that door right now because of black people. Oh because... yeah, black people turned her into me, and everybody right. started watching that movie mm-hmm. to see what the meme was about. Because and... I feel like Netflix because Netflix like, made a whole off... lot of money from that. And they think it was just oh, Bird Box was good because mm-hmm. I saw her on Ellen or something, and. Ellen was like, oh, did you think that you were going to bring in all of this money or whatever? Or And she, and she just made it sound like, oh, if you get a good script. I don't know. She said something dumb. And I was just like, this ain't got nothing to do with the script. This but, ain't got nothing to do with the Ellen? acting. Recently. Was it? Was it? Because I feel like the movie was on Netflix for a little second. And then people started. Actually, it only, went, it only came out on the, 5th, the 15th of December. I mean, it has I feel been like out. people... Was, the memes been I think it's been about two weeks of memes I feel like I mean yeah I mean the movie's been out for two weeks yeah that's what I'm saying like the movie was out before the movie was out then it got big you know what I mean oh yeah it was like black people discovered it and then it blew up mm-hmm. so I was saying like was she on Ellen like the day after no. the release or something or no was no she, no. On she was like, on Ellen after week. it got popular like in the last week or so I think something I think that makes a difference because, yeah, that movie was on. It was on, like around Christmas. I don't feel. Yeah. Like, I feel like Bird Box was just being spoken of then, and that movie had been out for ten days. Movies mm-hmm. don't usually be out like that. Like it don't take ten days for people to be like, yeah, you better go see that. Like no, but mm-hmm. it was. It was probably it, like a black it, it person. It came out in theaters it. for a little while, and I, I sure wasn't watching it in theaters. I saw it on Netflix. You know. Which I think is odd to me. Like and Netflix select put it in theaters. theaters too. Yeah, select I think theaters. it's in select theaters now. Oh, when I, I looked, I went on Wikipedia it. and looked it up, and it, they were like, "Oh, it, it came out on the 14th of December or something in, in select theaters on this date." And I was like, "Why is this in theaters?" I think it's still in theaters. I think it just depends on the theater. Why? I mean, it's a it has Sandra Bullock in it. Sandra Bullock is not like. No, Jennifer Aniston's thing on on Netflix, and it, it went to Netflix. But that's I'm just saying I don't know. I'm just saying like it's not crazy to put a movie with, with Sandra Bullock on in theaters. No, I'm, I'm just saying I, the crazy part is not that Sandra Bullock is in theaters; it's that Netflix has a movie in theaters. Because Netflix is trying, bruh. Netflix is legit out here. They compete, bruh. When I say Netflix has come up, people don't understand that what I'm saying. I remember when Netflix was so small. I we had Netflix before people had it. And I mean, we've had Netflix for y'all had it, y'all had it for a while too. Because I remember my dad would he get excited getting him a movie in the mail, like back kind of like yeah, we, yeah, we had stuff. it when we got when we got it in the mail. My dad would break out the queue, everybody put a movie in there, and they'll get here when they get the when he, we, right. when they get here. It's like Netflix has come up, bro. Like I remember, I remember like in college when I would be on there watching. Um, Scandal, like, oh, this is so nice. And then, yeah. shoot, since then, now they got their own content. They have shows that have blown up. Like, it's, it really, to me, was Orange is the New Black. And, or was Game of Thrones on Netflix? Is that what it was? No. Game of Thrones movie? HBO. What movie was it? What show was it that was on Netflix? House of Cards? Uh-huh. House of Cards was good. I think, and that was on Netflix? Yeah. I think it was that and Orange is a New Black. I think that's yeah. what put I feel Netflix like that's, that's what level. did it for their original content, definitely. Mm-hmm. People were watching those like, oh, so y'all know how to make shows too, not just right. Yes, and then they had channel. Then you then you got Kimmy Schmidt coming in, then you and then uh-huh. you had like that other show, Gracie, and I like that one with the two older women. Frankie Gracie. Frank yeah. Gracie they have Frankie. a lot of good shows on there. Um 
And like, and then now they like, shoot, we doing, we out here competing with Loki like ABC with these shows. Let's go ahead and do some movies. So now they out here trying to compete with Lifetime. Like they like, yes, right. they they was they they've been doing the documentaries for a minute, and now they like, shoot, we going big time. To, to documentaries, I definitely have been watching. Like, I've always heard about a Netflix documentary, so, yeah. They're huge, bruh. They yeah, Netflix, they know what they're doing. They do, and they're doing it really well. And now they got mm-hmm. celebrities invested. Ain't no way but up now. Because I feel like, if you got, like, Sandra Bullock in a Netflix movie, come on. Right. Because like, Orange is the New Black had all new people in it. Like, none of the right. people I had seen before, for real. But now, they ain't even got to do that. They So, not only are you getting like, people... Right. We getting people who be on regular big screen out here. Mm-hmm. And they come in Netflix, but Netflix is huge. Like Netflix better kill right. the game. I want to work for Netflix now. <laughs> Not no, really do. Well, I was gonna say uh, the other places you used to want to work. I was gonna say I don't know if you want your business out there, but what other place? Coca Cola, Nike? Oh no, Nestle. I was like, goodbye, Nestle. Oh, oh yeah, I take Netflix any day because I feel Hello, like Netflix, Netflix coming up. Like they, bro, that's that's the move right now. Like I mm-hmm. definitely see that. But I think Netflix is like over the country. But I I think people were saying like black people should be getting paid um, for Bird Box because they because of the sales. And I was like, I guess so. Right. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't I think so. Really either. put your stuff on the internet. We pay. I know. <laughs> I feel like black much. people are funny. It's just what it is. Right. So I don't know. You can't get mad. Like it's right. just like I mean. I mean, all you can hope that comes from that is that you know maybe you know Netflix will be like, well, shoot, we got this coming out. Let's let's get to they probably mess around and get somebody to make something into a meme and it won't be funny. I'm dead. I mean they could the person they could kinda try to track it back and be like, who was the one who kinda lit this right. this torch for the memes and they could right, te- yeah. text him on the next movie and be like, Hey, right. you're like, mind? Okay, we got we got bird box two coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make us a meme? Can you tweet it or something? Yeah. Right. Like I could see that, but just that one person. We ain't paying black people in general. What? Like Right, no. no. <laughs> give money to the whole community. No, we're not doing the culture. That. Um, no. How about the, the culture? Just is the culture. They can't help you. Right. Um. So, okay. So we're gonna talk about the government shutdown. Yeah. You know, I really need to watch the news more because I, I really, I, I feel like I get my CNN alerts. So I, mm-hmm. I look at my phone and I'm like, okay, I see these alerts. And then I'm like, so I got a, I got a real small idea of what's going on, but I never, I don't know what's going on like I used to, cause I don't be watching the news, which is a shame or reading my skin. So mm-hmm. truly, I, I, it's like, I knew we was in government shutdown, but I didn't at the same time. So somebody would, I mean, I me, just, I, I so. knew because it was on Instagram. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the main thing that I picked up from this government shutdown, cause it's not funny, but mm-hmm. it's funny because so Trump, from what I've read, People are acting like Trump is not, he's, you know, we got the government shut down because he wants money for his wall. And he, even though he said that he was going to have Mexico pay for it, he wants, Mm -hmm. you know, us to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Us as in U.S. citizens, which sounds ludicrous, low-key. Why would I pay for it? Why would I? Okay, Grandma. It's like it don't make no sense. And it's like, all I do see is that the TA mm-hmm. or the TSA is, they're, you know, they're part of the government mm-hmm. workers. And most government workers, they, it's like they don't have to go to work. And they're not getting paid. And they're, right, they're not getting paid. But the TSA um, is not getting paid. Mm-hmm. And they're still expected to come to work. What? 
And so people are calling off sick. They got they got hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people calling in because why would you? Why would I come to work if I ain't getting paid? That don't even make no sense. I don't understand that. I don't work for free. How can you not pay them? But they you want their labor. That sounds illegal. Uh, it says right because I guess you're, they're not supposed to pay during the shutdown. It's like hundreds of TSA. Say we gotta make sure this is credible. I'm I'm reading it. I don't. I'm, I'm I mean, no baller alert. That's legit. Like I feel like baller alert ain't gonna mis, mis, misinform this me. This is um, uh, CNN. Mean? CNN. Oh okay. Okay. Um, hundreds of TSA uh, screeners are who are required to work without pay during government sh- shutdown are calling in sick at this major airports. Because Can what? You imagine not going to <laughs> first work? of all what. I'm not pay- going to work and not getting paid. That don't even make sense. <laughs> I don't do this for fun. That don't sound. I was just about to say that don't sound like work. That sounds like fun. Like exactly. And, not, and, I, and, and I sure don't scan bags for fun. So <laughs> no, they got and they um and apparently they're holding off on um giving people their tax refunds. Oh no! Until the government. <laughs> no, it's like you can file your stuff, but you're just not gonna get your refund until. Um, the government is, you know, back up. It, like, if the shutdown were to go till March, mm-hmm. ain't nobody getting no refunds. If the shutdown goes till March, I wouldn't even drive. Like, I probably would let it go. I would probably let two weeks go. I, no, I would let one week go. I'd be like, oh, you mean as a TSA? Yeah, but then or any any government job, I would oh yeah, take a week off, and then because I would be planning to go back to work soon. But if it but it's still an unpaid weeks, week off. Everybody need their money. I mean, they do, people, but I feel like know. it's one of the situations where it's like, okay, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's crazy not to have no money. Like, I, some, I legit need every check. Like, I'm not at a point right. where I cannot have a check. But I'm just saying, if this did happen to me, I mean, it's like at this point, I don't know if I would be looking for a new job on the third day of not working. Right? So, yeah, because I, I would, because you know, they, we've had government shutdowns before, so I would think this ain't gonna yeah, last. I would assume we coming back. But so if, it, if, like, if it's gone for for two weeks, yeah, I got to be looking for. I think in the middle of the temp agency or something because I need a job. The middle of the second week, I'll be like, I, let me start applying because I can't do this right now. And I, or I'll be Ubering or something, or DoorDashing or Grubhub mm-hmm. or something. Because yeah, I feel crazy. like shoot after after a couple of days off. If right. I had a family, I'm shoot, that, I but I could also be, see me on the I third would be day. Doing some Grubhub. I could see me on the third day doing some Grubhub too. Like this, it's the because, third day. Like right. <laughs> they got the nerve to, to to have us out of work for these three days. Like That's what? A long time. That's a lot of money. And like, then I feel like the the funniest part is just really, I know that y'all really don't expect me to come here and not get paid. Because when they got them call-offs, I know they couldn't have been shocked. As soon as I would have told some people that, I would have been expecting them to be like, well, you ain't going to see me. <laughs> I ain't feeling right. <laughs> I'm not coming in here. I, I feel like I wouldn't have thought to do that. I would have been like, oh my God, this is so wrong. And then if you would have been like, Krista, I'm calling going to work. I would have been like, that's a good idea. Let me do that too. Like that's what right. I'm, I'm not coming in here. <laughs> you can't get no free work from me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, no, like I'm really, I'm really praying for them though, because I hope everybody is okay, and I know some of them are. Some government workers don't make a lot of money anyway, so they need everything they can get. So it's really scary. But for real, life, it's, that's like it's really devastating. Shame. It's like it's really scary. And I hope they're okay. Yeah. I hope they can do some Ubering or some babysitting or something to get to get a few coins to get through the next week. 
Right. And ho- hopefully when they get back, they offer some type of incentive or something. I, I don't feel like they will, something. but I hope they do. Probably won't. Um, so, since, since we've been doing this for 54 minutes, I'm going to go ahead and, and be done, even though I have a few more things I could talk about. They're not that serious, so you ain't going to miss nothing. But Oh, I do have one thing that I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Peele mm-hmm. has a trailer out for his new movie, Us. I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks very creepy. It's a, it's a horror movie. And it has... Um, Umbaku from from uh, mm-hmm. what's Winston. called it? Yeah, Black from, uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, Lapita, she's in it. They got some black kids in it. Everybody's everybody looking nice and oh, black. They're married? Ooh, yeah, they're what? married in the movie. Okay. Um, and it's mm. it's it's the commercial. I mean, the previews. I mean, the trailer's definitely creepy, but. Is it creepy like Get Out creepy? Because to me, Great Get Out wasn't that scary. No, it's it's a different kind of creepy. It's like a okay. horror movie creepy. Okay. But I was like, you know, go ahead, Jordan. I like it. Oh, yeah. Jordan is really doing his thing. Like, for real. Yeah. So, y'all... Wasn't there some show he was going to have out? And you were talking about it, and I was like, that sounds like Get Out. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I mean, he definitely had some shows. I remember talking about it, but I don't know when they're going to come out, so... Yeah, it's been a minute. Well, good for him. Yeah. I feel like black, black black directors are like legitimately. He's a director, right? Um, yes. I feel like black directors are like legit making a sta- uh, um, making a statement right now. Like we we right. kind of coming for them, and that's okay. what's up. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna pause this right now, Therese. It's okay. Like okay. I feel like we literally didn't talk about a lot of entertainment, Therese. Well, that's what happens when you talk for a minute. I feel like we didn't talk about any entertainment about at all, but I guess we can keep it pushing. Um, we did. I mean, what are you? What are you classifying? I'm not saying movie? that we didn't. We talked about R. Kelly. So defensive, y'all. I'm not saying that we didn't do talk about entertainment. I'm just saying, like, I feel like we only talked about three things. Well, Kristen, those three things were important. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are having a fourth child. Oh, I haven't heard that. I've been taking like a yeah. Got is she having the baby or is she doing a sur- oh, okay. surgery? No. Surgery. I feel that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. See, that's good stuff. Um, so interesting. I hope Kanye's okay. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're anything like me and reading has become a huge part of your life, or maybe you've just always been reading, you need to check out Audible. They have so many audiobooks available for you right now, guys. And while you're on there, you might as well use our code. It's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 2020SNL. Go ahead, y'all. Get your life and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. But, um, yeah, so hot topics. Um... Therese was sharing a tidbit on why millennials. I just want Therese to share this because we only really have one hot topic. But she was like, "What?" Because you said whenever people say millennials try to find an easy way out, Therese, what did you say to say? To I you? said <laughs> I was talking about my mom, right? Because my mom always she thinks she's she thinks she's funny. So she she was talking about how millennials always try to find the easy way out, you know. And I'm like, you know, the first person, you know, when dishwashers first came out, right? That's what people used to think about people using their dishwasher. Like, y'all trying to take the easy way out. But it's like, if I got a dishwasher, 
that washes dishes. Why would I not use that? It's like, why would I hand wash dishes for fun? I'm using my dishwasher. <laughs> you can hand wash all the dishes you want to, but I don't know. I just, I don't know why, like, I don't feel like millennials necessarily take the easy way out. I mean, yeah, well, we're millennials, so you it's probably don't think that, me. but that's, no, I, was I really talking, don't think Because I was I telling like, my mom about Instacart and, and, you know, delivering groceries and mm-hmm. stuff. And she's like, see, now millennials always want to do the easy stuff. It's like, you can't just go to the grocery store. I'm like, first of all. But is that easy or is it, is it like a rapid type of thing? Like, I feel she, like it's I mean, she took have, it to mean that like, we don't have patience. That's exa- whatever. It's like, you act like you don't have the patience. You don't have the time. You don't want to do it. It's like, all you're doing is going to the grocery store. But I'm like, if I could save 45 minutes by pop, 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 getting those things in my cart and having somebody drop them off, and I could use my 45 minutes for something else, it's like, why wouldn't I do that? Why am I, why am I I wasting my time? I definitely, I definitely think millennials are less patient. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we live in in a rush, but I don't think we find an easy way out. I want it right now. That's that culture. Right. Yeah, like, that's just how it is. But that's just how culture has made it. Like, yeah. you'd be like, oh, I don't feel like going to McDonald's. Let me use DoorDash to get my McDonald's delivered. Right. I don't um, want to drive when all I the get way my... down the street to McDonald's. Ugh. Right. When you get Panera, you just want to go in. You, I mean, you could just go and pick it up. Right. You See, that's what, what I do all the time. I'm not about to stand, stand in their line. I'm a, while I'm driving, I'm about to pop <laughs> this order in right here. And then I get out and do get my rapid pick it up. up. I do that with Chipotle too. I, I mean, I feel like yeah, I we're definitely in a more rush. Like, get my get my bread company together. Do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're in a rush mindset, but I don't think I don't think we try to find the easy way. I don't think that that's necessarily the easy way out. Yeah, I feel like that's just how the culture is right mm-hmm. now. I don't know. I see it different, but I also don't like when people talk about millennials because I feel like it's like I love how people dog millennials out, but it's like look at the generation that raised millennials. Right, that's my thing. That's, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, shoot, that's what I was saying. I was like, you know what, y'all, y'all baby boomers, whoever y'all were, y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all. Or the early, is it Xers? I don't, I mean, I don't know. My mom is baby boomer. I feel like that's who most, my mom, my dad and my parents are like literally like the last year, the baby boomer. Mm-hmm. But like, so I don't really know if I would consider them like a baby boomer. I guess they are technically. I mean, right. But, right. um. But that makes thing about a millennial born in 1997. It's like, I guess you look a millennial girl, but you... Yeah. Not Does that count as a millennial? I don't know when they're us. over. I think it ends in 96 or 97. Because like, I didn't girl, think like, my youngest brother was a millennial, but he was born in 96. And I think that's considered a millennial. But to me, I mean, 96, that means you're 22. I feel like a 22-year-old to me is... They grew up different than a 30-year-old. Yeah. Like, I feel like millennial... Like, that's, that's, that's a very wide... Because it's like when I'm looking, I'm I'm looking it up right now, and it says starting um, research is started in the 1980s, mm-hmm. and it's like what the 1980s. I mean, because millenn- but if you if really what millennials are are people who grew up as technology was evolving. Right. So we remember we remember technology. We remember without technology, but we remember with it as well. Being we remember being young and both. Right. I, I yeah. I remember being young. So, and- Having some dial-up internet. Mm-hmm. And even uh, us, we're on the late end of it. Like, because for us, we had phones in high... We had cell phones in high school. I mean, right. they was They definitely... They wasn't great phones. Like, they they couldn't take phones. pictures. Yeah, they, they couldn't take good pictures and, like, get on, in the internet, if you had it, it was real yeah, slow. Yeah, I showed you, you know, but it was like, it, And I tried, and it was... It wasn't <laughs> nothing on... <laughs> Showing Instagram. Like, I remember when I had... 
I had that slide one. Uh-huh. It would look like a rumor, and it could get on Facebook, and I, and it was it was real slow, and it made Facebook look so rough. And it's just like, like but you you nice. probably getting your life on. Yes. I was like, let me update my nice. status. It might take me forty five minutes, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Shoot. On my phone, right? But I feel like even that some people like some millennials don't even remember having a phone until they were like young adults. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like millennials remember being young with and without technology, but I feel like twenty two. That's that's cutting it close because right. it's like. Yeah, because even thinking about that, it's like... You probably had an iPhone in middle school. I mean, I don't know about an iPhone or whatever, but I remember it's like the the time that I got my phone, I got my phone when I went to high school, freshman year high school. Mm -hmm. My brother, my youngest brother, who's 22, he got his the exact same... My parents handed out the phones the same day. And it's like, (laughs) like, what type of stuff is that? It's like he was going into sixth grade or fifth grade or something. And I was just like, Really? So it's like our lot, our you know, us growing up is not the same. It's like he definitely was out here yeah, in sixth grade with his cell phone, even though it wasn't doing that. Much. And I, even my sister, she's only two years younger than me, and she she said in middle school they used to text. But I remember like we was texting out by by junior by so, junior no sophomore and junior year of high school we could text. I remember that, and she was texting in middle school. So like they didn't pass no team where they text each other. Oh, see, so like, crazy. I mean. That is crazy, and it's two years. But right, I, remember, I remember in middle school, people school. was passing notes. That's what you did because you showed and had no phone. I remember that too. I, I remember there was one girl who had a had a phone in when we were in middle school. I remember. I had a phone in eighth grade. Well, she was in sixth grade before before I even met you. Yeah, that's just crazy. It's like I, I remember, and people that. was crowded around her like, "Who was you texting?" Because it couldn't have been none of us. And it was probably the most. I highly doubt she was. I texting. mean, yeah. Who was you? You was calling. I guess she was just calling your parents. Mm-hmm. Because everybody probably like, ooh, this is yeah. Everybody, we was sitting around just, who, can I, can I see it real quick to play some little whatever and game? It probably didn't do nothing, right? It's like it probably only it had snake and it could call your mom. That's like, probably <laughs> it, but it still was getting every, everybody was up here just, like, wow. That's hilarious. I do remember being in the fifth grade. I remember being in the fifth grade, and this lady had one that could take pictures, and I was, and we were like. And it was like we were at a volleyball tournament, and like the, we, and she was like a different teen's mother. But like someone was like, "Oh my god, this lady has a phone, and she was so nice." And we were all just I'm sure them pictures like, was grainy as oh can be. They, <laughs> <laughs> them pictures probably I mean, was we terrible. Were legit ten, they did. I mean, because they look rough. We was in high school. I know. So, but, but I mean, it was hilarious because I mean, but if you think about it, even pictures from the nineties, like when you be looking at um old books, you'd be like, these pictures was a little rough. Mm-hmm. Like. I ain't have better cameras, so we be do be looking at pictures like that. So I guess compared to that, compared to your expectation, it probably wasn't as bad as like now. Now you look at them like, okay, right? What kind of? Don't nobody even want that. Like exactly I, though. <laughs> if I looked at a picture somebody took on their phone from when we was ten, or I mean we were in whatever grade, I sure would be like, what am I gonna do with this? This is a useless picture. Right. You can't probably can't even make them out. Right. Real. It's just like you just but, took this because you want to take picture because we never gonna use. This but thing. it was cool. Yeah, it was it was cool. But um, but no, that was just funny to me that Therese um was saying that it's like Therese. Sometimes you come up with like the, the funniest scenarios, and I'll be like, I see that though, because I see that when you talk about the dishwasher. Because it's also a microwave, right? Exactly. I think the microwave was really similar. It's just like to me when I was thinking about it, it was just it made so much sense to me because it's just like it's like somebody legitimately when dishwashers and microwaves came out. Uh, they was just sitting on here like, I'm not about to use this newfangled machine. And it's just like, <laughs> why? It's like, now, if you don't use your microwave, I, I mean, I just don't understand. It's like, 
It ain't even doing it. It's just like, was... it's a microwave. <laughs> I remember on the coffee show when the men, it was like they made them a dinner. And he was like, you don't have a microwave? And Cliff was like, no. <laughs> but the man was like, you need a microwave. Like, right. But because that's like if you, I'm sure they had, I'm sure they had like lean cuisines back then. Right. I would think. I feel like then, so be crazy back then, if a mac- microwave, they made it seem like it was more of a. I don't need a microwave. I have home cooked meals. What, what do I need a microwave for? Or I have an oven. Right, I'm using the oven. But even if you was gonna make a lean cuisine, I feel like people put it in. The yeah, oven. I mean when when they first they came out with um, whatever meals they used to go in the oven. What meal? Um, I, I can't remember what brand it was, but Stouffer's maybe. Lean cuisine. No, like, it was just like, you know, one of those TV dinners. Oh. Because, you know, they first started coming out with those because they had a surplus of turkey, and they made the turkey ones. Those were the first ones they made. And it was just like, they put them in the oven. The more you know, guys. I think, um, I think when I was really little, we used to, we used to have those TV dinners that had like a brownie on them. Yeah, I do. And I feel like we used to put those in the oven. I thought the things were made out of plastic. I don't, I don't remember they might have been. I don't know. I, I I remember when we were young, like real young, and we didn't have a microwave. Mm-hmm. So you told me that, that might just be because I don't. Didn't I don't work. remember ever not having a microwave. I don't think that was normal. Uh I don't think it was normal. I think it was like the microwave broke, mm-hmm. and we was, it it was just, my parents just never right, got one. There, so it was definitely live without a microwave. I mean, it might. But be now hard. I feel like if the microwave broke, they probably go get another one. And because and microwaves are like thirty dollars now, it's like you can get you a microwave. Yeah, and that one was like built into the. Oh, okay. Like, a so part of the house. Like, so they probably was like, shoot, we'll fix that eventually. <laughs> we'll, get a, we, we, but, we'll get another one. <laughs> but, yeah, that's crazy. I remember that. Um, but, yeah, guys, so the next question. But it do make me think about the oven. I could definitely see some old lady. I feel like my grandma don't like the microwave for real. I mean, yeah, my grandma she's doesn't. Up food she cooked Right. My grandma doesn't use the microwave unless she's warming up something that she's already made. But I've never heard her be like, yeah, those microwaves. It's just like, it's just not something that she does. Which, I mean, live your best life. I think it's just my mom's, beha- I mean, grandma's behavior. She just don't mess with them like that. I highly doubt she'll be like, yeah, give me some Tyson chicken. Yeah. No, my grandma. put that up in the microwave. And see, I could bring like, my grandma some Tyson chicken and she's going to put it in the oven. She's like, I'm about to the microwave. It tastes better in the oven. It does, most stuff does. Like, the oven gives it a crispier, a better, a better <laughs> taste. Shoot. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, let me move to the next hot topic. So the next hot topic, I was legit discussing this with my friend. And I think me and you have briefly discussed this. But if you're engaged to a man, I'm giving you two scenarios. If you're engaged to a man and you and the man, you know, y'all just decide we're not going to work. Let's let's call it quits. Oh, (laughs) my eyes were wide because I thought you just meant we both not going to go to work. (laughs) I'm going to say, what? What? You said we're not going to work. You're engaged. Okay. No, you call it quits. And then another situation is you found out he was treating you dirty. Uh-huh. And you called off the engagement. In which, in in both situations, should you give back the ring? Uh-huh. Or in one situation, should you give it back? In the other situation, you shouldn't. Okay, so what I'm going to say, I'm going to pre- preface all of this with, I don't think you should ever mm-hmm. have to give back the ring. He gave it to me. It was a gift. But. That legit blows But what I am going to say is, if we both came to the conclusion that this is not going to work out, I will give you your ring back because in that situation, I feel like I still have, you know, respect. Right, I still have respect for you, and I'm not gonna keep this thing you spent your hard-earned money on just because. But if mm-hmm. you did me dirty, I'm keeping that ring, and I'm probably gonna pawn it because 
who are you? I need my money. I need, I need something out of this. And I, I really. I don't see an engagement ring as a de- as a um, a gift. Gift. You see it as a deposit. That's what you, what you about to I say? see it as a deposit, and no. and I was legit like trying to figure this out with my friend. We were talking, and I was like, "It's legit. It's like when you when you this is what I see it as, right? When you get in an apartment mm-hmm. and you go there, they gonna be like, okay, it's a four hundred dollar deposit. You put that deposit down to lock it in. That's what I see that ring as. Okay. So if you decide not to get that gold, take go to that apartment, you get your deposit back. If you're like, oh, I decided I found another one, and thank you, no cigar, you get your deposit back. And they give that they give that to somebody. They don't else. always give that deposit back, depending on how you left this. If I don't go depend, there, if you don't go there, if I don't end up moving in that apartment, I'm gonna get my deposit back. Yeah. Why would you give a deposit if you ain't moving in? <laughs> I feel like exactly. to me, I feel like That's if you're gonna I mean. use it as a deposit, to me, it's like a deposit. After he gave you that ring, you spent a little time in that ring, right? You wore it for a little bit, <laughs> so it's like I spent a little time in that apartment, and based on the quality of the apartment. When I leave, is how much of my deposit I'm going to get back. So, based on how we I leave the situation, so if I leave it good, peaceful, and it just didn't work out, then yeah, I'll get your ring back. But if you left me roughed up and upset, I'm not giving you nothing back. <laughs> I ain't getting nothing. No. I see. I, I think in both situations, if it was me, I would probably give it back. But that's just because I don't. If, I, if, I, if you did me dirty, I probably don't want the ring. I, I might mess. I might throw throw the nah, ring. Nah, if you did me dirty, like, you know I want I mean? you not to have the ring, and so I'm gonna sell it just based off. I mean, and I can see me doing that, especially if I'm like he, like if you cheated on me or something, something like really kind of terrible. Uh-huh. I can see me just throwing it away, and him being like, "I want my ring back." It's gone. What ring? Like I can see that. Shoot, that ring made. But I could definitely see. I could see it, and because I, I wouldn't pawn it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have enough interest in that. I would legit throw it out the window. Shoot, and I would pawn it. Like a car roll over it. Oh well, it's like it's the still, I'm not, out of my face. I'm still lucid, but, and I know the ring. That ring was money. I'm not throwing money away. No, I think in that moment I don't care. Because I, I feel like I have to catch myself. Because in that moment I might want to throw it, but at the same time, if I have enough, no, if if I'm cool enough, if I'm calm enough to be able to think, let me take this to the pawn shop. I probably would just, I would want to say give it to him, but I probably would throw it no. away. I probably like, but that would be a more cognizant throw. Uh, I don't know if if no. I don't know. That would be more like I'm walking out to the to the to the the trash bin and I just drop it in there. But I feel like in most situations I would be like I would throw it out the window and I'd just be like I don't know why I did that. I could have pawned it. But in that moment I would be like at least I at least I ain't got it no more. Like and he ain't gonna get it. Like I could see that. But if he treated me well, I would absolutely give that ring back. I I just see it as a deposit. It is like you said. It's like if you move into that apartment, they don't treat you good. It's like you get your deposit back, right? I mean, if you treat it good, you get your deposit back. So why would you not give him that deposit back? It's like, I don't see that. I mean, yeah, to I me. said, I like said if you do. treat me well, then yeah, I'm going to give you the ring back because I have respect for you. But I don't feel like I, I, yeah, I don't feel like I owe to. you that ring back. So in my mind, if my mind, if we left that situation guy. and you were a fine guy, but let's just say something about you. I'm at, Let's just say it was your decision to call this off and I don't 100% agree with it. Even though you were a good guy, you're just like, you know what? This is not mm-hmm. a step I'm trying to take right now blah, 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 and I'm hearing all of that, I might just, I'm keeping the ring. Because I'm mad. I would be devastated. I'm keeping I would be devastated. This is your fault. You I gave it like to me, and it's mine. If, if I get past the step, I could just see me throwing throwing it out the window. Like I could It's like, I can't picture that in me at but all. If, <laughs> I'm not throwing this away. But if I get, if I'm devastated, and I get to the point where I didn't throw it out the window, then I would give it back. No. But I could really, I most likely throw it out. This was a gift for me. 
if if it was just like I don't 100% agree but like at the same time it's like I don't want to marry someone who doesn't want to 100% right. marry me and doesn't see me as his wife so like I'm I'm devastated over it but at the same time like I do I can definitely recognize like be mature enough to say he's still a good guy like I, yeah and in time I think this will this will I, in time I, I realize I'll probably find someone better but at that moment you ain't thinking all that you just like sad yeah. so yeah I probably I would still probably give it back I think it would take a long time for me to give it back though I wouldn't give it back immediately and I, I feel like in the time probably, that it's gonna if, take if I didn't throw it out the window back, it would be sitting I probably I feel like in order for me to not be up to, to not even I don't know to calm me down in that moment I might need to go something and do something with that money I might need to shop with your ring money. I feel like you, I could also, I don't know, I thought you were going to say the only way I would give it back is if I had a new man. <laughs> that would, I don't, if I had. Like if you was like, I got a new brother I can focus on, take your ring back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I'm living that type of life, but that, that don't sound like somebody who should have been getting married if I got a new man just waiting for it. It don't. Should. <laughs> that definitely don't sound like yeah. that at all, but. But I feel like, I don't know. yeah, I if I didn't want to do do it either, if I was like, if we both was having cold feet and was just like, no, this is... And you both just kind of realize, like, I can just... Even though y'all didn't want to say right. it, it's like, it's eventually, like eventually not, it's just like, just we're not ready for this. I would absolutely... I would probably give that ring out in the moment. I mean, yeah, in that situation, it would be like, yeah, I would take it off and I would hand it to him. And he better mm-hmm. appreciate every bit of that because... If it went any, I don't see. I don't see that as no appreciation. No, I see what I'm saying. Is, all I was but, trying um, to say was because if it would have been, if I would have been feeling it a different kind of way, I would have sold that ring. I don't. I don't feel like he should, should be there. I feel like it's just like you give it back. That's just. I don't know why that blows my mind that people wouldn't give it back. Know. Like it truly does. Because to me, does the it, ring belongs like, to you, me. So it's like what that's that's an expensive gift because you know you're marrying christmas so I, i'm expecting everything to be a couple k's at least okay so <laughs> it's a couple k that you so, gathered and decided i'm putting on teresa's finger you so that bag. no you need to get that belongs bag. to Teresa. <laughs> shoot <laughs> no i feel like if it ended badly i can understand being in the heat of the moment and you threw it away and you just like why did i, I feel that? like if it, if it ended any way other than well Mm-hmm. Then I'm not giving it back. If it, I'm telling you, I would either it would I would either throw it away. No, or it throwing no it away back. sounds more disrespectful than anything. I'm not throwing it away. <laughs> if it if it ended mediocre, like, and that's why if I'm, it was a mediocre ending, just like you know, I don't know. I'm keeping it. The more we talk about I mean, it, the more I, I want to keep I mean, it. So I'm like, I feel I like this is mine. I, so what am I giving this back? It's not. Though. Yes, it is. It's, not, it's his ring. No, Krista. Oh, does that ring fit on his finger? Is it a size whatever he wear? Or is it a size my my ring? Because I'm pretty sure I put it on my finger and wore it's Teresa's size and I wore it every day. So it belonged to me. It's like it's a deposit. No, it's not a deposit. It's like it's like to me it's, it's not a deposit. To me it's a deposit. Before before you had an apartment, do you say my apartment? No. That's that's where you moving to. Where you going. Okay, so that's your next step. Okay, so once you had that deposit, right. though, it's like, at the end of the day, the apartment can keep your whole deposit. They don't owe you no type of explanation. They can keep it. I feel like they it's might like, need to no. give you an explanation. I don't know, but they could keep all of it. I don't it. think that's legal. I, my I last like, apartment, like they showed to like me. All they did was send me a, a receipt and it sent me $72 out of my $400 deposit. And I didn't do nothing to that apartment that was worth 
three hundred dollars. I promise. Well, see, I would have had to call them. I, I did was, call them. I, I called them, and they were like, "Oh, we found something on the carpet." I'm like, "Girl, you better be lucky that I'm eight hours away from you, because no, you didn't. You ain't find a thing on that carpet." And it was three hundred dollars worth. Exactly. They're like, like um, "Yeah, we had to do something to the carpet. We had to replace the mirror." I'm like, "What are y'all talking about right now? Replace what mirror?" I would have needed. I don't believe that. I would have had to call a few more times. I, it's so no, funny. I, I was I mean, talking to my therapist. At the end of the day, though, it's like, I gave you that $400 two years ago. I can't. No. I need my money back. And it's funny. I was talking to my therapist, and she was saying how she can be very black or white. And she's the type to be like, um, she's like, she's the type where if she had a party planned, and she was had a caterer, and the caterer told her the day, the day before that she that they couldn't come she's like she said her whole mindset is on this catering to get in trouble because this ain't about you. Like you. Like, how dare you it don't because and she was like yeah, these McDonald's, people need to get in trouble that was another scenario when i moved and, and she was saying like how it's, it's something that she has to be cognizant of and be aware of to like shift because otherwise she couldn't enjoy the party she said people would be coming up to her like you okay they'd be like yeah i'm fine enjoy the party girl but she over there typing away like i need to get them in trouble because <laughs> like, this ain't right and i was like this sounds just like me but because i remember i mean when i, I would write to them a review but as long as i got another caterer no. to come i'll be okay i feel like my and i used to be like her like at the party str- they getting in trouble. I'm figuring this out. But I feel like now I would enjoy the party and the next day I'll be on the phone. Because that ain't about to go down like that. I, I, but Y'all not allowed to act when like I moved this. to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, but I would still enjoy my party because I pulled it like together. That, I, would, I would just have to let that go because ain't nothing I can do about this. No. And y'all, I'm not about to have nobody lose their business story. over one thing. You know what? I feel like you might deserve... Let me, okay, so when I moved to Cleveland, because when I first moved to Ohio, I lived outside of Cleveland like 50 minutes out. And I remember when I moved here, I had had movers, and they legit like didn't come. You right? They like didn't come. I didn't know a soul here, so they like just never came, y'all. And I'm over here like, what kind of stuff? I called them, and they, you know they extra get up, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Why what kind? Of? And then and she was like. I didn't know they were ghetto. I think I booked online uh, or something. But when I called her, she was like, which, I mean, I don't know. Which, I was just like, this isn't right. This is wrong. Like, you guys need to. I was like, I sh-, and she was just like, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. We didn't charge your card. She was like, it's past time. And I was like, I need to speak to the manager. And she was like, I don't, for what, though? Like, I mean, nobody came. You're not getting charged. But why didn't y'all come? I, don't, I mean, I feel like her, her attitude would have. <laughs> would have been getting because it's like man what you mean what you want me to do i want you to figure out somebody who can come through here because yeah get y'all didn't show up but i need somebody to show up what right. and she was she was like and she she just did not care and i was like i cannot believe this lady and i did write them a bad review and i tried to call up i tried to call up there for you a while call better, like, better business you know that here. phone that phone kept ringing. Oh, I should have. That phone kept ringing. It would like, and it, and they were bad at answering the phone. So yeah, I was having to call them. Ring, I had the phone ringing twenty different times. You know, like when you calling somebody on two different phone on two different numbers. numbers like you'll be, you'll like, you'll like add a call and then call them on a different line because you're just like, I need to get in here. You know. I've never done and then before. like eventually they would pick up the phone. I've had. I start six to nine after I haven't called them in a while. Oh, that's a good idea to call. Them. I but like I won't never idea. forget that. That place that had our furniture. <laughs> and the fact that they was just, ooh, they, they was so rude. Y'all, they would not deliver our furniture. For nothing. And 
Shoot. It was so funny. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I was like, Teresa, I need you to call up there and cuss. <laughs> like, okay. And she did. And, and I, you I, know, I don't, I don't, I don't really cuss for real. Like, so I, I, I called them and I, I said a few words and I was just like, bruh, I can't. These people not But you know what, really? My, I know. And, and but you know, I talked to my mom. My mom was like, Krista, you don't even need to do that. All you need to do is be stern and persistent. But, and that's, that's so true. I don't even know why I told you that. But so you know what? Like, I was I calling you know, up like, there persistently. And they was persistently putting me on hold and hanging up on me. So <laughs> see, they didn't hang up on me. I feel like it's something about being like, you know what, ma'am, you're doing a great job, and you know, I understand that you this is the most you can do, but I do need to speak to a manager. There's something about that that a person might put you on hold with that manager versus be like, you know what, girl, you ain't helping me, so I need to speak to the manager. Mm-hmm. Like that type of vibe versus that first one. And then if she's like, well, I can try to help. No, I'm, you know, you're doing a good job. I appreciate this. Thank you so much. But like, I de- I feel like this is something that the manager talked to me about, and I really need to talk to him right now. I feel like it's something about that type of vibe, and I don't know. What, so I don't even know why I told you. We probably was just mad, and we like, like well, always... they're not listening to us when we talk normally, so we need to do something right. else. But I feel like I'm always persistent. I always, I'll be like, you've done, like, even when I talk to her, I'll be like, you know what? The associate did a great job, but she was not able to assist me. But I, I it's had like, X, Y, and Z issues, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't be handing out compliments like that. I just be like, okay. I, I mean, if they're rude, um, I appreciate. No, rude, I'd be like, I appreciate what you're doing, but I need to talk to somebody else because this ain't working like I need to. If I probably say that. I mean, if they're rude, no, like if an associate is rude, I'll, I'll when I speak to the manager, I'll be like, you know what? I'm not going to compliment you. I'll be like, can I speak to the manager? I think I think that you've done as much as you can. And I understand that. Can I please speak to the manager? And then they'll be like, okay. And then I'll speak to the manager. And I'll be like, you know, I'll be honest. I'm having a really poor experience. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, I'm sorry, ma'am. That's what I say. And I'll be like, because your your associate was really rude. Um, I know he was frustrated, but he was very rude. I usually say, but I try to say it in a way where like they they empathize with me, not where they like. Oh, here she go, right. you know. Oh, uh, you so. need to get your employee because she was talking to me all types of sideways. <laughs> all types of crazy. And if I would have acted like that in my job, I would have got fired. It's like, man, so what I you want me to do? Let her you want me like fire her on the spot? <laughs> I remember when I used to be at work and people used to call and tell me about people acting like that. And I showed you, like, I'd be listening to them because obviously you listen. But then it's like, at the same time, it's like, you want me to fire her right now because of this conversation you had with you? Because I can't do that. Uh-uh. They used to do that. Well, they used people used to call me and be frustrated with their service because I used to work for AT and T, and I'd be like, I mean, I would just let I put them on mute, just let you go right. in, girl. You can you say all that's all they need sometimes. But I'm and like, then I'm and they'd be like, we gonna cancel, and I'd be like in my head like, don't nobody care if you cancel, cancel. <laughs> for real, but okay, like, <laughs> do what you gotta do. <laughs> Like that ain't got nothing to do with my check. I would but be like, real, okay, though. but sometimes like, like, you know what? I'm gonna use somebody like, else. Do 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 what you gotta do, man. But when I pick I feel like when you when you let someone ramble uh-huh. and just let them go in, the best thing you can say to them is like, I mean I completely understand what you're mm-hmm. saying. Like and don't say it like you know, like in a fake way. Be like, I, I, I say that all the time. Like I'm like, I definitely I mm-hmm. understand what you're saying. But I can't do anything about I'm it. Down. <laughs> oh damn. I mean I don't I laugh, like but I say I mean saying. that's just what it is sometimes. It's like I completely hear what you're saying, ma'am. I understand. But I can't <laughs> I, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not able. This all I can do. Can't get no money back. Can't yeah. get any of this. Maybe, and even if you repeat their, you'll be like, I completely understand what you're saying. Like, if I was in this situation and I didn't get that refund, I'd be frustrated. And they'll be like, Yes, and I'll be like, Yes, I understand yeah. that. Completely. But no, I do. Yeah, but man. but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could be in sales, low key. But I just, 
a sales for a good company that that I'm good at selling. But I just don't know about that. But yes, that this was fun, guys. Um, I don't, this hot topic kind of just spawned because Clarice. Basically, I in the ring scenario, I'm gonna either if I'm really frustrated and sad, I might throw out the window, or I'm gonna give it back eventually. Because to me, it's not mine. So, and Therese says she keeps yep. it. So. No, I'm not keeping it. I'm selling it. Because uh, I don't want you to think I'm having it. Oh, you're I'm selling, selling it. For the money. You're selling it. I would. I, I could see me calming down in like a month and going outside looking for that ring, though. And I would be like... To do what? Give it back to him? You ever did? No, to, to go sell. Like, once I had calmed down... Uh, in my in my frustrated mind, I know that I can't just throw money away. <laughs> In my frustrated mind, I might throw anything away. Like, I'll be like, I don't care right kids. now. I don't I'm need this nothing. ring. That was life before this ring. So I'll be out. Yeah, but life like, would be just, just a tad bit better if I had some money. <laughs> that's true. Um, So the article, guys. As you know, the article is not always an article. Sometimes it's just like a deep quote. A good maybe a good article uh-huh. maybe it's um some type of like something that i listen to that i want to i want y'all to listen to um but this is a podcast that i need to pub and this oh, podcast is out here changing the game okay it's, it's out here changing the game the podcast is called un f use it's no it's called un f apostrophe not about was at no un about to say Whoa, get there f asterisk <laughs> CK. So it's like un F U C K but with, with the U um blurred out. And it's called your brain. Is that is so that un, a book? You I think it is a book, but she didn't write this book. Oh, I don't okay. Think. Um, I've seen that and I was but it's called it. yeah, so maybe I need to read that. So it's called un it's called un F asterisk C K your brain. So un F and the, your brain. And it's such but you need to do the asterisk, otherwise you won't find it right. Okay. I'm just saying. You probably could Google it and you get there. You might. Um, but yeah, y'all, this podcast is so good. It's not from a biblical perspective, so if you're looking for that, this might not be the move. But um if she just talks about your your brain. So it's such it's such a good, like such a good podcast. And it's like they're twenty minute episodes and she just breaks down like so so such things. Like she talks about jealousy and she just kinda explains how like like let me give you a scenario. Like yesterday I was listening to one where she was talking about how you compare yourself to people. And she was like, Let's say you're sitting on a beach and she was like, You're sitting on a beach and you're like right now, like my body, I'm thinking I'm about an eight. I'm gonna give myself a ten just cause to make it even better. I'm, I'm sitting on the beach like, Krista, you is so cute. You looking good. Taking selfies, killing the game. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm a good 10. And she goes, and then you see, she said models, but I'm going to say some Instagram baddies walking by, you know, because models, I don't think I would be thinking nothing. I'll be like, oh, gosh, they're quite thick. <laughs> but like me, let's say. It's just, it's just you know, funny because so that's like, what my mind thought. Hmm, okay. You know, she's, she's quite thin. She's quite thin. Like, I have no, you know, like, that just isn't something that I have an interest right. in looking like. But I feel like if some some Instagram fashion over models walk right. by, I might be like, yeah. nah. And I'm over here feeling like a straight 10. She goes, you she goes, you turn around and you see them like and a, the guy is doing like a photo a shoot. Out here now. Right. She goes, all of a sudden, your, your self-esteem goes down to a 4 or a 5 or something. Mm-hmm. And she goes, it's crazy because those people existed when you were thinking you were a 10. And you knew they existed. Mm-hmm. 
But because they're in your face, she's like, now you consider yourself a five. And she, I mean, that's just a very basic scenario of something that she does. Like, and, and you kind of just put it in. She just says certain things. And, like, that episode was really good. It was, I think it was called Compare and Despair, I think. Or it's called Comparing Yourself or something like that. It was episode 15. It was really good. And it was, like, 20 minutes. And she just talked about, like, that and how, like, she was just saying, like, how it, it's just a good podcast. She just was discussing how, like, a lot of times um, with, in situations like that, it kind of, it, it began because of the fact that something in you believe that you weren't worthy to begin with and your brain is looking for ways to believe it. Mm. So if you give it ways to believe it, it's going to feed into it. And I was like, wow. like, And it, it's just, it's a good podcast. It's really dope. I highly suggest it. I don't think I've ever been on this podcast and said I highly suggest the no, podcast. I don't think like, to be honest. I think, I think there was one other podcast that I, like, a couple, like, maybe, like, over a year ago that I remember being like, this is a good podcast. Like, if I was a dude, I would absolutely listen to that podcast. But I don't think there's any podcast where I'm like, yes, bruh. Like, this podcast is super good. She's super intelligent. She makes, she makes, like, something that you would think is such a big deal and something like, how do I get over this? How do I undo this type of thinking? And she makes it very simple. Um, she's really educated. She's really smart. And I love it. Um. I love it. I highly recommend it, y'all. I really do. Her episodes, like, she had one on jealousy and envy. She's had some on how to love yourself. She had one on, you know, of course, she says things that I don't necessarily agree with sometimes. Like, she was had one episode on personality. I didn't necessarily agree with her um, approach to that. But it's like, at the end of the day, I mean, most of the, that's, that's any podcast. Like, I'm sure y'all don't agree with everything we say. Especially but, the um, <laughs> Just jokes. I was going to say. But, like, overall, that, that podcast was out here changing the game. Someone, um, someone told me about it, and I was like, "Bro, this!" I literally saw her yesterday. I was like, "Girl, this podcast though is out here changing my life." Like, well, I'm, gonna yes. to, I'm gonna have to look like, it it's up. So good. Tomorrow while I'm at yeah, work, it's a good podcast. Much, I, guess, so. I can see you. I don't know why. I feel like you might listen to it and be like, "I guess." <laughs> I, I mean, based off of the things that you said, I, I probably will say that. But you know, I listen to it. <laughs> not, I mean, not like you're explaining it badly. It's just like you know, we look for different things in podcasts. I listen to podcasts about unsolved mysteries. Oh no, I'm saying like the stuff she says, you would be like, I guess. Oh, well, probably. I guess you have a point, but it's like, bro, but that's some of the stuff she says is like straight fact, though. It's like you never thought of it like that because she was like, those people existed before they walked by. Yourself, but I mean, I would, I, I probably would heard them be like, well, obviously, girl, when <laughs> things are in front of your face, they <laughs> they're different from down the street. See, I'm just saying, like, if you think like Teresa. If you think like Teresa, it might not be the move for you. But if you think like me, it, it might help. Because to me, that kind of mind was blown when she said, I'm like, you sure right. I knew baddies was existing before this. But I was out here like, Chrissy, you a baddie. And then these girls walk by. It's like, wait a minute. But she said it was because your brain automatically assumed. She was like, because that means somewhere in your brain, you, you believe that you're not cute enough. So your brain is looking for ways for it not for it to believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, it's a good podcast. I highly recommend. Well, check that out, guys. Um, yes, guys, absolutely check it out. I will probably put it on my Instagram. Like, I, I truly believe oh, this is, is it, a good podcast. Is it gonna be our podcast of the um the week? A podcast of the week? I'm thinking so. Okay. Thinking you so. guys, if you don't know what our podcast of the week is, you would know if you subscribe to our newsletter, guys. Come on now. Yes. We let you know about podcasts that aren't us because you know sometimes our you, website sometimes you need to know it pops stuff. up right on the set. You know, I've noticed that me and Teresa have been talking over each other a lot. This yeah, week. because Chrissy just came um, up. I was clearly <laughs> talking and you started talking, so that's cool. <laughs> you were. Right. It's like you say that like you were not the person who just did that. You notice how I said you were? Uh, can I get no that sometimes, Teresa? Accept it now. Like, 
Sometimes can I have you be like, no. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not the one for that, Kristen. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, check out that podcast, y'all. Um, and if you want, I was saying that if you want to sign up for our newsletter, if you go on our website, 20SNL.com, literally, um, it's, it pops up on the right. I think it's on every page. Yeah. You know, we made sure it's in your It's, ev- it's everywhere, guys. Just, oh, just put your email in there. You can sign up again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yes. Um, and lastly, guys, um, Gaspiration. I'm, I'm really excited about Gaspiration this week. I feel like I'm excited about Gaspiration every week though, but I'm excited regardless. Um, so... Okay, so Gaspiration, it's so funny, right? I was talking, I know, like, if you listen to the podcast, like, you may consider me an extroverted person. Or you might be like, oh, Krista's kind of, like, bubbly, which is, it's so crazy, y'all, because, I'm surprised you didn't say nothing to me. I, I want to hear why you think it's crazy, because I don't. Because, I just feel like, maybe it's because, like, growing up, like, growing up in my house, I never, nobody ever would describe me as bubbly or extroverted. Mm-hmm. And I think that might just be how I was at home. And now that I, as I'm getting older and, you know, I have more of an appreciation for my family, I'm noticing that I'm also more extroverted with them as well and bubbly and sweet. Um, but I just, you know, that's kind of funny. It was dark. Because, you know, mm-hmm. in my house, um, mm-hmm. the people in my house, they know that I'm more extroverted inside of the house using that broadly because I'm not that extroverted. But they know outside of the house mm-hmm. that I'm not. They know I'm introverted outside the house. Like, Teresa's a... She's, she's quiet. They think you're quiet outside? I think they would just think that you don't mess with a lot of people, but I wouldn't think they thought you were quiet. No, they think I'm quiet. I'm quiet. You ain't know that? Hmm. I mean, I just haven't been around you when I would ever consider you quiet. Huh? What'd you like, say? <laughs> I mean, I understand. I think you have a... I think... Maybe, I feel like you more so have a shell than you are quiet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you're quiet. I would never call you quiet. I get that you can be quiet, though. Like, you can be in a situation where you don't talk. But that ain't you being quiet to me. Quiet is a girl who just likes to be quiet. I like to be quiet. <laughs> Shoot. I feel like when you talk, you're loud. You're really loud. Like, you know. You know, I, I, don't, you know I don't appreciate that. You right. My bad. But, um, I feel like, to me, I feel like it's different between, like, a girl who's like, oh, she's... She's quiet. She's a quiet-natured girl. I feel like I'm a... <laughs> I, I, feel I don't like think I'm you're a quiet-natured quiet girl at all. Person. No, not at all. I feel like you're, you, can, you can be quiet. When you're when you're in situations where you like to be left... Like, where you're uncomfortable or where you don't like the people that you're around, I feel like you just naturally are quiet, but I don't think you're quiet. Anyway, right. the point is, y'all. Right. I'm like... <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, I never describe myself as bubbly or, like, extroverted. And as I'm getting older, I'm really learning to take on the version, like, to take on the fact that I'm, I would consider myself an extrovert. And, I am. And, I, and, I, and I'm really, re- yeah. And I and it's funny because every time I take those tests, I'd be like, extrovert? I don't know about that. Maybe because, like, every introvert, people try to make introvert cool. And I'm just like, bro, like, why am I not an introvert? And I like to be alone. So it's not like, you know, it's not like it's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. I do really enjoy being alone, but I notice that a lot of times when I go out and like I like hang out with people and I talk and stuff, I'm very like I, I leave feeling feeling better. You know what I mean? As long as I'm around good people. Now if I'm around people that I don't want to be around, I'll be like, oh God, I can't wait to get home. Right. But you know, if I'm around people that like that I like being around, yeah, I definitely get in my car like happy. Like I feel better than when I came in. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, so that makes me love to know that I'm an extrovert. Right. Um, because even if I'm around people that I don't like, Krista, like you, everybody gets their limit where, it's, I mean, I don't know about everybody, but it's like, there's a limit where it's just like, hmm, I'm tired now. I need to be by myself. I don't know why. I feel like some introverts could be like that too. I, I feel like if you're around good people and you're really having a good time, I feel like you might leave and be like, that was dope. Like, I'm no, I, I no, I'm not saying, I uh, I, no, I feel like you can leave and be like, oh, that was, I'm, I'm glad I did that, but I'm I'm also glad that it's over. Hmm. Sometimes I'll be happy it's over, even though I feel good. Anyway, um, so regardless, like, so, um, it was funny. I was talking to my friend yesterday, and she she left. I went to a party, and she left really early, and I was like, you leaving? And she was like, girl, you're a people person. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you know. I'm like, no, I'm not. I was like, I'm a people person when I'm around people that I know. I'm and say, she was what? like, that sounds like a people person to me. And I, <laughs> that's not. A I said person. that sounds like a people person to me. People that you know, not even people that you like. It's people that you know. I know, but not. I feel like I feel like a people person is someone who you you drop them in an, a, a in like a room of people they don't know, and they can they can lead that room with some new buddies or like some conversations that they've had. Like that I'm not going to do that. Super outgoing to me. Or. Or out. Well, maybe you know what, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm extroverted, but I'm not outgoing. I don't know. Like, I t- oh, you know, and I was about to say, I still feel like you're probably you're kind of outgoing because I feel like you could be dropped off in a room with people that you don't know, and you you definitely could leave. That would make me uncomfortable. Okay, but you would still do it. It would make me uncomfortable, <laughs> and I wouldn't do it. Like, nah, I'm straight. I don't need to know none of y'all. No way. But you would be like, well, I'm not going to stand around here and not talk to anybody the whole time. And you're going to talk to somebody. I don't know about that. I, I really, it, it really depends on where I am. Like, am I at like. You was talking about sitting in a Starbucks at a, at a shared table and meeting a bunch of people. You, you don't talk to strangers, Krista. That was because, that was dope. Because like, they were legit sitting by me reading the Bible. And I'm like, how am I not going to talk to these people? See, I could have. You know what I mean? Like, I have a comment. to them because if I have a common interest with you, then of course, like if one of them was like an AKA or something, then obviously I will talk to her. But like you know, like but, but I can't, I'm not strange. just gonna talk to people. Yeah, but I have to have some type of commonality. I'm not just the type to just be. A, I don't know. Regardless, this it's like this is gossip, well, racist, so we're having like legitimately Go talking ahead, right sorry. now. So, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like it was funny because I went to the party and she was leaving early, and I knew the other people there, but she was like my like closest friend, and I was just like, what are you? I was like, what are you doing? Like. She was like, yeah, I'm going to, work, to dinner with my boyfriend. I was like, <laughs> I was late, you know. So I, 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 had, I was like an hour late, and she had been there for an hour. And I was like, so she still looked kind of early. But I was just like, I was like, oh, my gosh. So then I, like, saw another girl that I know, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she, she's leaving me. Can I go sit with you? And she's like, yeah. And, no, oh, but it was funny. Oh, before that, um, my friend was like, Krista, you're a people person. And I was like, I'm, I'm really not, though. I was like, I'm a people person when I'm around people that I know. And she was like. Girl, I'm taking you to parties and like you, like I'll go downstairs and you got made whole new friends and that. And I was like, that does happen sometimes. Like I remember she, I went to like a dinner party with her and like she went downstairs and I was upstairs talking to people upstairs, but because it, it was intimate. I think I like smaller events. Mm-hmm. Like I, big events really make me anxious. And and then um, like for New Year's, I had went to like a house party with her and like some people was wanting to play space. So I was like, oh shoot, I'm, I'm playing space, but y'all, you know, like and she, I don't know, she, I don't know where she was. I was like, I'm playing space. Forget, forget you know? about where she and, was. Oh, I'm gonna play space. <laughs> So that's what she was saying, and I was like, you know what? And as she was saying it, though, I did have to recognize that there was some truth to what she was saying. Because even though, like, I don't think I'm as social as she thinks I am, and maybe I am, maybe I am, I don't know. But I think 
that there is definitely a difference because, and I'll tell y'all, like when I was in, when I was 19, that was when I started drinking and I didn't really drink a lot my, no, 18. I was 18 when I started drinking and I didn't really drink a lot freshman year of college, but sophomore year, that's when I was like, shoot, I kind of like this liquor stuff, you know, right. so I was drinking most weekends. Yeah, I was like, this is fun, you know, and then by senior year, I was getting drunk, you know, junior year, that was when I was really like regularly getting drunk, and then senior year, it was like, you know, I had crossed, I was shoot, I was having a good time, living my best life, you know, just drinking, um, I never really got to the point where I was like, you know, um, like, blackout drunk, if I ever got blackout drunk, that was like twice, and it was like, gosh, don't do that again, Chrissy, you know, but I did enjoy being like, really, really drunk, like, waking up with hangovers drunk, um, and, then, like, when I turned 22-ish, 23-ish, I remember I moved to Atlanta, you know, so that was when we were, like, young adults. Some of them were a little older than me, so we was doing a lot of happy hours, y'all. We were um, we were going out every weekend, and, and one of the girls that I hung out with, um, I loved her. I still love her, but she drank a lot, a lot, y'all, like, new level, like, a lot. And, you know, you had more money, so she'd be like, let's get a shot, Chris. I'd be like, okay, let's get a shot, you know? So, um, and... Um, and I'm about to drop y'all with a gym. So ho- stay with me, y'all. The story is making sense. So, um, so I legit, you know, it was crazy because I'm over here like, yeah, let's get shots. And I'm just noticing, like, when I moved to Cleveland, like, I was like, God, low-key might have took me out of that environment because I was low-key about to form a habit. Like, I was about to be, not, I was never, I don't think I would ever have been to a point where it's like, I'm coming to work drunk. Well, mm, I wouldn't. Coming to work hungover, maybe. But I wouldn't have came to work drunk, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I definitely could have saw me coming to work hung- hungover if I would have stayed down there, you know, with those people. Um, but... I don't think I, I, I still have, I still had some sense, you know what I mean? Like, I know that I can't be at work drinking, you know? So, but I could just see me, like, getting to a point where it was like, I was just really enjoying liquor. And I remember one time my line sister, she said something, this was recently, she was like, um, you know, that's not normal. She's like, to, to, to be, like, blackout drunk like that. And I was just like, really? I was like, to me, it's normal. And she was like, no, like, you're not supposed to be blackout drunk like that. And I was like, girl... You 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 low key like I put you know pouring into my life right now, but and I, and that kind of just really just reaffirms some things to me. But I'm bringing this I'm bringing this story full circle, y'all. I'm sorry, but okay. So a couple years ago, back when I was really getting involved with my church, here comes a guy piece. I was getting involved with my church. I had to go through like some um, pre classes in order to even be a part of um, ministry there. So I was taking these classes, and you know like they say things. You know like when you're in church environments, people say stuff like yeah, you know. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not out here drinking like crazy. You know, or it's just little comments like that. And at that point, I was like, what? What's wrong with drinking? You know, because that was like a year after I had moved here from Cleveland. So, yes, I was more isolated from the situation than I was in Atlanta. And I definitely drank less just because the environment wasn't there. But, like, when I, my friends would come in town or when I would go out of town, I would still, you know, likely get drunk. And, and I was just like, so... I literally, at the end of the service, I mean, at the end of the, that, um, that class, I was like, can I talk to you? And he was like, and it's so crazy because I formed a really good friendship with this guy. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, what's going on? And I was like, I, f- I mean, the comment that you made about drinking, like, I was like, I'll be honest. Like, I drink when I hang out with my friends, and I don't see anything wrong with that. And he was like, and he was like, Crystal, well, why do you drink? This word's coming in, y'all. He was like, why do you drink? And I was like, well, I was like, I think it just allows me to just calm down. Like, you know, just calm. When I'm calmer, and I was like, and, it, and I get to talk to people and be a certain way that I'm not when I'm, when I'm sober. I was like, you know, like when I'm, when I'm drinking, I feel like you could drop me anywhere. That's literally what I said. I was like, like, and I'm, that's still true. Like if you, if I'm sober, oh, I can go anywhere. Yeah. You could drop me in that room with people. I'm going to make some friends. You make said when you're sober, friends, you know, 
when I'm okay. drunk. If I'm if I'm drunk and you drop me in a that's what I mean. I might have said sober, but if I'm drunk and you drop me in a room of people that I don't know, I'm gonna be okay. Like I'm gonna be fine, you know. But if you do it, but I noticed that like when I was um, sober, like that was when I met a lot of people in college. Like if I really think about it, it's like I would be hanging. I'd be like, hey girl. And they'd be like, hey, you know, girls, I met you at the Capitol Park. I'd be like, I did meet you. How you been? You know, like, that's how I met people because I was kind of, like, in my shell a little bit. I was kind of, like, um, uncomfortable to, like, actually just talk to them naturally. And the man, he said to me, y'all, and this is where I feel like this gym is. He was like, Krista. He was like, well, he was basically letting me know, like, you know, the Bible does speak about drinking. Like, you shouldn't drink to intoxication. He's like, but, you know, aside from that, like, what you're telling me, the reason why you like to drink, he was like, you can have those feelings He's like, you, he was like, you have free will. He was like, so no matter what you choose, he's like, so you, at the end of the day, you have a choice to be like the outgoing social person that you want to be. He was like, or you can choose or not. He's like, without liquor. He's like, you know, that's a choice. You still can choose to be like that. And I was like, wow. Like, I still remember that. And I was legit, I think it was like three years ago now. Yeah, I think it was three years ago. And he legit, he, he was like, you have free will. It was just like, it blew my mind. He's like, you have free will to be how you are, to be how you are when you're so, when you're drunk. If you like, if that's what it does, he's like, you have the ability to like, to learn to calm your anxiety and to learn to be social, to learn to like, be that person that you want to be. He was like, you don't have to drink to have that feeling. He was like, you know, and he was just telling me like, you know, submit that to God and work on it. And I was just like, wow. Like, and I remember when I had bought like a celibacy ring and like after that, and he, you know, he'd always check on me and I'd be like, yeah, I bought a ring. And he's like, I'm just so excited for you. And then I would be like, yeah, you know, and I would tell him like, I'm, I'm working on not drinking as much. And he's like, I'm just, he, you could just see it. He's just like, I am so happy. I can just see God working in you. And I was like, thank you. Like, um, yeah. So like my, um, my point for the gospel today was to just that God will work on you when you submit your desires to God. Um, so before I took that class, um, I didn't even realize that it was bad to drink. I, I guess I was aware of the fact that it was in the Bible, mm-hmm. but that's with anything. You know, a lot of times people are, are committing sins that are in the Bible, but they don't really know slash care. Sometimes it's care, sometimes it's no. It's like you know, but you don't know. And I think that's how I was. It was like I, I recognized that, like, drinking is supposed to be bad, but at the same time, it's like I don't really know that it's supposed to be bad. You know what right. I mean? So... I think for some time I've really like just pressed into God like um and just been like God like help me work on this and I think that the most important step when you do that is saying that you don't want to do it anymore when you really decide to um submit certain desires and fleshly things to God the most important thing that you have to say is God I don't want this anymore so like if you're at a point where you love having sex and you like it so much or you love getting drunk like, you know you and your girl's about to have a, have a weekend and you know it ain't going to be as fun if you don't drink. You're not at that point yet. You know what I mean? Or if you know, like, if you, like, you love having sex with your man and you, like, yeah, I know it's wrong, I guess, but, like, I love having sex with my man and I'm pretty sure and Valentine's Day coming up, so I'm probably going to do it that night. It's like, then no, girl, you're not ready. You know, like, that's just, you're not ready. Just like with the drinking, you're not ready. You just, you just need to, I don't know, you need to just probably press into your word a little more. Pray, just pray to God and ask him to even come reveal to you why this is a problem. Like how I, like how I deal with that man. Because before that even happened, I didn't even realize that it was bad. You know what I mean? I'm over here like, why, why were you saying, why were you talking like that? I'm just curious. Cause I don't see anything wrong with, you know, me having a drink. That's literally what I said to him. And he was such a nice guy, like amazing man. Like I literally saw him today at church and, um, and I remember just thinking like what, but when the word that he gave me back was just not what I expected. And it was just amazing. And I think when you, like, if you're at a point where you kind of feel, like, led to stop doing something, you do feel that conviction and you kind of know, like, I just say what I want to do. 
you really do have to like say to God, God, help me take this away. I don't want these urges anymore. I know me as a person, I'm going to enjoy a drink. Like, I always joke with Therese because I feel like Therese just doesn't have that. Like, she's never, like, if, if I'm at an event and there's free liquor, I'm going to have some liquor. You know what I mean? Like, Therese would be decided to be like, I guess, you know. But I'm not, I'm, that's not, that's not how I am innately. Like, innately, I tend to be, if they got wine, I'm going to give me a glass. If they got, you know, drinks, I'm going to give me one. You know, like, that's why I really, um, I got to steer clear of happy hours. Sometimes I have to be careful with those because, um, because I know that happy hours, a lot of times people be like, oh, I'll get you a drink. You know, I'll be like, yeah, give me a drink. You know, then I end up drunk going home, driving. It's dangerous. So, you know, I got to be careful with that. That is dangerous. And. And I gotta, I gotta work on that. But my whole point to bring it full circle was just saying that, like y'all, like when Teresa's make talking talk about me in Starbucks, like that's not something I would have done. I'm telling you that right now. Like I know four years ago, let even if my faith was still as important to me, I wouldn't have been in Starbucks and them reading the Bible. They would have, they would have read their Bible, got up, and they would have left. And then I would have been like, "Dang, Krista, why you ain't talking to them?" That's exactly what would have happened. And. Like how my friend was saying, like, you're, oh, you you go to these parties with me, and then you be like, you be finding new friends and stuff. I'd be like, that wouldn't happen. I, it's just like, it's, it's becoming, like, more natural to me. Like, I'm, I really am becoming that person, which is kind of weird. Like, I remember I had, <laughs> when I go to Starbucks by my house, y'all, I park illegally. And, because I need just, I'm just running in, get my drink. Like, we were talking about that pickup at Starbucks. I always got my stuff picked up. So, I run in, get my drink on the side, and then I run in my car. And then there was this guy, he was like, he, he was like sitting in a bench outside. He's like, yeah, you can't, this was like a couple weeks ago. He's like, you can't, you can't park there. And I was like, I know, but I'm going to be right back. And I just said it with a smile. And then I like ran inside and I got my coffee and I was like, I told you I'd be right back. And he was like, you did. And I was like, all right. And it's like, I'm becoming that person. Like I, ne- I have never been like that. That is really out of my character. But if I was drinking, I know I would be like that. I probably would have sat down with the brother. Like that's, and, and I'm still not there yet, but it's like, I can absolutely see how when I sub, I'm starting to submit my desires to God, like, it's like, I mean, my, submit my fleshly desires to God. God is slowly but surely taking them away. He's taking those urges away. Like I'll be drinking wine at home, y'all. I feel like this guy's version is long, but it's just so on my heart. It's like, I'll be drinking wine at home. And I'll be, I'll be like, I'll be like, you know what? I deserve a night rocking zone out. That's literally, I'll be at work driving home. Like, I'm going to give me two glasses of wine. That'll probably have me feeling a little tipsy. I'm going to be feeling good. And then <laughs> I get home, y'all. I drink half that glass of wine. And I'll be like, shoot, my head starts spinning a little bit. Right, shoot, I don't even need a And then, and then oh, that, window. literally, right. And then I'll, and I remember, this was like a couple weeks ago. I sat the glass in the refrigerator and um and it's, it just was sitting there for like a couple of days and i'm just like krista like throw that glass away because now at, the, at this point it's like forming a rim around your uh cup so i'm just like i threw i not throw the glass away but throw the drink away yeah i poured it out and i'm just like and i do that a lot now like y'all like i promise you i remember when i first moved to um outside of cleveland like i had mentioned earlier and i remember when i was moving out we were picking up wine bottles and i just noticed i had a lot of wine bottles that i was going through and it was so subtle it was just like, I was telling my mom that I was like, mom, like I noticed I'm, I was drinking a lot of wine when I lived out there, you know, like, cause it was what I did. It was just like, I would come home from work. I hated my job, hated where I lived. I needed some, I needed a drink, you know? So I would have me a couple of glasses. Of, I had probably had like two glasses of wine, which doesn't sound crazy. And I probably did that like four nights a week, maybe. So to so some people, that's probably like, oh, that's nothing you wrong said with how that. many nights a week? not, but f- maybe like four, three or four. So like a bottle a week. Maybe, maybe, maybe a bottle and a half a week, but it's not, it's not like, 
crazy, but I, I don't think it's necessarily the best habit, especially for someone like me who is prone to drinking and to get drunk. Like, I don't enjoy <laughs> having a glass of wine because it goes well with my steak. Like, I don't like that, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so, that's, yeah, so I was I was cleaning up, like, and I was like, I, there was a good amount of wine bottles out there. And now, it takes me a while to get through some wine bottles. And I just, I really feel like God is so real, y'all. I know some people are like, oh my God, I don't know how I could stop smoking weed. I don't know how I could stop drinking. I don't know how I could stop having sex. I feel like it's all these different fleshly things, you know, things that are a little more on the worldly side where it's just like, this is just what society says we should be doing. In terms of society, I'm fine. But I could, I know when I go home, I'm not well. And Chris, like New Year's Eve was such a nice example of that because I went to church and then I went to like this little house party and it was so Mm -hmm. fun. And I drove home. I got home at like two in the morning and then I was like, it's so nice. I don't have a hangover right now. Like, this is great. Like, I woke up feeling good. You know, I'm like, yes, like this is beautiful, you know? And it's just like little things. I just, I really truly believe that God, when you submit certain desires to God, God will slowly but surely work on you, especially depending on how quickly you want it done. I think that I had a lot of resistance. I think I knew that I wanted to submit that desire to God and I wanted to be done with um, drinking heavily. But at the same time, I didn't. Mm. Um, so there were a lot of situations where I would be backtracking. Like there'll be times when I'll be like, yeah, I'm not going to drink. And then like a couple months later, I might be going home or something. I'll drink when I go out with my friends or something. So it was, it was interesting, but I wanted to read um, Ephesians four seventeen because it does speak to that. Um, and it says with the Lord's authority, I say this live no longer as the Gentiles do for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature in your former way of life, which has corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Lord, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like Christ, truly righteous and holy. So, yeah, I thought that was really dope. I thought it was dope because it's literally saying throw out your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Thoughts and attitudes, y'all. Like, I promise you, like, and I'm not perfect by any means. Like, there's definitely been times when I've I've slipped up and I've had more to drink than I needed to. But I can definitely see just like in my regular life, like, I'm becoming who I, who, what alcohol allowed me to be. You know what I mean? Like, because I, because I've, I submitted that desire to God. And I think, um, and it's so much better. It's so much better to be like that when you're sober. Like, it's like, cause now I got, the, I got the ability to do that 24 seven. Now I don't have to have a drink and be in that environment where I'm not like a drunk, you know, cause you can't be at work. Like, Oh, I need to be more social. You can't be like, let me go get, get a couple drinks and be right. like that. Now I can just do it. Like, I know how to be like that, you know? Okay. And it's just, it's a beautiful freeing thing. It's like, but you have to submit that to God, ask God to help you. And I feel like for the first time in my life, I really can like, I feel like I have, like, I'm I'm really coming down on, like, having an urge to drink like that. And it's just really funny because people are seeing it and they're like, oh, you're, Chrissy, you're so social. And I'm just like, maybe I am, though. I guess I need to accept it and be like, I am. But that's, that's, that's because, I, and I was telling my friend, I was like, yes, because I, I, I'm really trying to work on, like, not needing liquor to be like that. Because I feel like in college, I really kind of was kind of shy around a lot of people. And liquor kind of helped me come out of it and be like, hey, you know, but, um. I don't know. That's my God's direction, y'all. I feel like 
God can absolutely, God can absolutely change you. He can, and I feel like with something um, like sex, if he, it can be the same thing. It could be like, okay, so what is, what do you like the most about it? You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like obviously the physical pleasure, but it's just like, okay, so what, like, you know, like, what do you get the most out of sex? You know what I mean? Like with your boyfriend, it's like, okay, well, what, what, and he, they could be like, well, intimacy, I, you know, and they'd be like, okay, so how can you get this intimacy in other ways? Or is this intimacy really meant for someone with your husband? I mean, with, meant for your boyfriend. Like, is that type of intimacy that you really, like, when you break that down, is that really something that you do want to give to your boyfriend or do you want that to be for your husband? And I feel like that's like, when you really start to analyze your sin, I think it can kind of help you kind of move on. And that's all, y'all. It was, it was, it was a really good gaspiration, but I, I feel like it was kind of long. I'm so sorry, but hopefully you got something out of it. Um, it something they need to hear. Yeah. It don't matter if it's long. True, true, Therese. But yeah, it was, it definitely spoke to me. I was, it's just so funny because I don't know why that Starbucks to me is really like Krista. You're becoming that person. Like that person in line who'll be like, oh my God, I, I love your hair. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. It's just funny. I don't know. Like when I told that, I was like, I told you I'd be right back, and I like gave him like a like a like a point. <laughs> Not a point. I did. I was like, I told you I'd be right <laughs> you got back. Got finger like, guns out here. Like, yeah. Told you I'd be back. I did. I was like, you know, like when you leave people like that, and you'd be like, how how are they right. like that? You know, like right. that. <laughs> that uh-uh. right. My bad. <laughs> but you just be like, it's so crazy that people can really be walking around. Yeah, like that. that's Because I mean. that, to it's me, that's how I was when I was drunk. Cause I can't, I can't see like, that. Yeah, because most people are to themselves. Or like, I can give you a, I can I'll give you a hair compliment. Like, oh my god, I love your hair. Oh, your nails are so cute. But catch you with a, yeah, be right back. Do that. No. <laughs> I said, I told you I'd be right back. It was just funny the way that I said it, and I was just like, I was so aware of the fact that I said that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'd be, I'd just be talking to anybody, anybody who listens. So, I don't know. Um, that's all I got, guys. All right. This episode was definitely. <laughs> not till the time I needed it to be. No, it's not. But that's okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, guys, that's that's the end of another one. So yes. we'll see you in two two of those times. Two two weeks. All right. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, oh. I, that was so awkward the way she said. I was that. like, "What am I supposed to say?" Okay. That's it. Well, guys, don't forget, follow us on social media, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Write us a review if you'd like. We'd love that. Yeah. yeah. And that's all, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. We hope your new year is going super well. Mm -hmm. And that's all. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. All right. Bye, Bye, guys.